We be live. We be live. We be live. Shoulders killing me. I don't know what. I just felt this. What happened to your shoulder? I don't know. I just felt it. I don't know. I just felt it. Is my is my audio right? Because I can see my light flashing. Are you not hearing any? No, no, it's fine. Oh, now you're muted. Now you muted yourself. Yeah. Um, what are we going to talk about? Um, well, I have some Patreon questions that we could go through. But before that, I want to let you know that on the, um, I watch a lot of uh, content in Persian. And Andrew Tate came along, right? I was watching an uh, Iranian mullah. Okay. Um, and I, I don't know if I can show it because... It's against uh, YouTube community standards. It's against TOS, okay? But this mullah on YouTube was just declared a threat to another person who's um, insulting Islam, and he cited Andrew Tate as a reason. He said, like, look, the reason why Islam is as strong as it is is people, is like as Andrew Tate says, is because we don't back down. People are scared to make threats against Islam because we, unlike Christians, we take action, right? So just like Andrew Tate says that, if this other guy is insulting Islam, you guys should go and do something to him. And I can't say what I don't know because I'm scared of like violating YouTube's TOS. But he basically called upon other Muslims. Both Shia and Sunni, he said, this is a moment for Shia-Sunni unity, okay? And he called upon them to go find him in Spain and delete the mother, delete the guy. Again, again, YouTube, I'm not saying, I'm not advocating for these, any of these things. But he used Andrew Tate as an example for why this is a good thing to do. So I have to figure out how to make this into a video to show people how dangerous what Andrew Tate is saying is. I don't, I don't, I don't know if he, if... If it's dangerous, I mean, I was I was watching AP earlier today, and he was saying, "No, this is again, it's a good thing for everyone else." Like, I mean, we want yeah. these guys to be the poster boys for Islam. I know Andrew Tate is just going to fizzle out. He's just not going to preach Islam anymore. Like, you know, just, just slowly going to. I don't know some. I don't know if it's true or not, but it actually makes sense. Someone was saying that he was quoting Andrew Tate that Andrew Tate is Christian when he's Romania. He's. Um, uh, he, he's a Muslim and is in Dubai, um, you know, and, and it kind of makes sense because he lives in Dubai these days. And yeah, it's probably better to, you know, increase your fan base by just uh, becoming a lipstick Muslim for that matter. <laughs> but I've actually got something on Andrew Tate as well, but not not as much on Andrew Tate, but on some this other woman called Samira Khan, uh, who I try to ignore, but she's just getting like these people are so stupid so stupid that you even struggle how are you going to formulate an argument in a language that these idiots might understand i mean that's how stupid these people are they are walking contradiction they're just every word they utter and every belief they profess is a contradiction within itself and so I've got some tweets that I want to share of this woman. So I, I think we could probably talk about that as well at some point. Um, so, yeah. Oh, you have a friend. Yeah, you have a friend. Yeah, you have a friend. You have a friend. This friend is saying, seems like, uh, seems only two idiots. <laughs> <laughs> no, I know, I know no, Armin no. is one. Who's the other one? 
She's a friend. She's joking. Yeah, she's joking. She's joking. Not a... Yeah. Um, we, I, uh, should I, do you want to start with the thing that you wanted to show before? Because I do want to uh, go to Patreon questions, but you had something specific that you wanted to bring up. What did I have? Before. Oh, yeah. Okay. How about, how about before this issue dies out, we know that according to Muslim logic, according to the logic of some of these people, um, such as this guy who may who popularized it. By the way, it might be new to you, but it's not new to actually it might not be new to you either because you are quite well versed with uh, with the Indian and Pakistani domain, like what's happening in there. So, for example, every time India plays Pakistan in a cricket match, Pakistanis always start pumping the chest that, oh, Allah is going to win. And when Pakistan does end up beating India, they say Islam has won. So this is not new uh, in the Indian-Pakistani domain. And I've been saying it for the last couple of years, and I'm happy that a lot of Indians have started trolling Pakistanis back that, ha, 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 when India defeats Pakistan, then they say, ha, ha, so Islam has lost today. I even created mm -hmm. one meme of Sheikh Rashid, the interior minister of Pakistan at the time, who said that, oh, this is, today Islam has won by by Pakistan defeating India. So, but in the football world, this is something new. And you might have seen that. Uh, and, and this is only one such tweet. So basically yep. what you're saying, basically what you're saying is that if Muslims claim that Islam has won when an Islamic te team wins, then by, by the same logic, if a country that is Islamic loses, you are claiming that Islam has lost. Yes. But, but Muslims usually would never say Islam has lost because Allah yeah, exactly. never loses. But yeah, yeah exactly. you can't have it one way. Yeah, exactly. That, 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 <laughs> that's exactly what it is. So, for example, this guy, I don't know if you're familiar with this with this clown, the Khalid Bedouin. I don't know who he is. He's apparently some sort of a lawyer or something. So let's make, make a bet. If Morocco beats you in the World Cup semifinal tomorrow, you have, one, revoke the hijab ban and cease all Islamophobia. What do you say, Macron? Signed. Two billion Moroccan fans. <laughs> Two billion. Look at this. All of a sudden, they became just one particular ummah. They don't care about any of their allegiances, like whether you're a French Moroccan. But what, what about the other way? Like, how? what, what is the... You're not even offering anything in return. Yeah. Well, you can't... Okay, this Khaled, you're an idiot. Because <laughs> usually, when you make a deal with somebody... You offer you, something... When you make a bet with somebody, if you win, you get something. And if they win, they get something. What kind of a bet is this? And how... <laughs> And also, I would be offended if I was a Moroccan fan because I was like, okay, who the hell made you the official representative of all of us? Like, who, who elected you? Like, just you find two billion Moroccans. What the hell? But okay. you can't, no, but you can't really blame him. Like, even Yasir Qadi commented on it. Even Mohammed Hijab got in on this all hype of Moroccans defeating and advancing through through the World Cup. Like, everyone got in on it. Even these religious people, Mufti Meng, everyone got in on it. Pakistani uh, Prime Minister. By the, way, by the way, their requests as are idiotic. First of all, there is no hijab ban in France. Okay? Yeah. I've been to France. There's a lot of women with hijab all over France. So, shut the hell up with the first one. So, that's like, okay. Also, seize... <laughs> All that Islamophobia, what, who, okay, so Islamophobia is obviously a nonsensical term. Also, French, are you talking about the French government or the French people? Because every country will have 
both people. Why Islamophobia? I well, don't he's know addressing Macron, so let's just say French mm -hmm. government. Okay, well, Macron has do hasn't done anything that is either Islamophobia or anti-Muslim bigotry, um, or even as anti-Islam, unfortunately. So, yeah. Well, him displaying doing. cartoons of Muhammad could be anti, could be, could be anti. No, no, that's though. not. That is not. That is like that is defending free speech. He did Macron himself put any uh, cartoons against Muhammad? No, but no, but he's the he's the representative of the government. Though. It was his decision. But oh, he's did the government he takes responsibility for no, it. No, the did the government put cartoons of Muhammad? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, don't, don't, you, don't they allowed it on the building? No, 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 no. They actually placed it. So when Samuel Patti died, I, mm. I, oh, I'm actually shocked you didn't know, know about this. So when Samuel Patti died, the government of France decided to put Charlie Hebdo cartoons on the government building. So they projected that. Yeah, that's what I said on the government building. Yeah, but government itself but, did it. Okay, but they did not draw that cartoon. No, it's no, not like they yeah, just. But, yeah, but they, they, they were memorating. Yeah, yeah but they I became know a party. Actually, no, but. Okay, yeah, okay. But, yeah, but, I don't think but anyway, but, but I, don't, I, don't, I don't see that as, as Islamophobia either. I'm just saying like, because yeah. uh, you, you There's nitpick. no such thing as Islamophobia. No, because you nitpick, so I was just nitpicking. But I, 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 don't, okay. I don't care. Fine, fine. No, but, but yeah, yeah. So, um, so yeah, so he, so he makes this offer, yeah, and everyone was in on it. Everyone's like celebrating Rock as a feat. And then obviously, as most of us, we knew that a time will come when Morocco is not going to win. So people started trolling. Oh. Wait, wait, wait. So here's the thing. So now they officially recognize the Islamophobia of France as legit because you said, so you're saying if they, if they win, Morocco wins, they have to end the Islamophobia. So now, even though, like, I don't think they did any Islamophobia <laughs> because that doesn't mean English work, given your but own now we are allowed to do it. <laughs> you have, you have the stamp of approval. Thank you. Like all the Moroccan fans basically based on this tweet have now put their stamp of approval of the it. government of, of on Islamophobia. Thank we you have, so we much. Have, Let's go ahead. Full we have Khalid's Islamophobia. We have Khalid's blessing. We have Khalid's yes. blessing for it. Thank so, you. Okay, we can be Islamophobic now, and we can yeah. now. Uh, this so-called ban on hijab is is okay because uh, you know Morocco didn't beat France. Um, so not only just that, yeah. He uh, let me let me let me show you. So people started trolling these guys, um, and you know yours truly was was obviously having. The time of his life as well. Um, look at this. Look at this, look at some of these comments. Hello, may Allah destroy France. Now, of course, I'm just this is just random screenshots, but thousands of likes for these kind of things. And now I'm trolling. Look, surely Allah must not exist. I mean, it came down to the entire Muslim Ummah versus this man. You know, like mm -hmm. he is the most hated man, and still Allah didn't come down and and uh, you know, I mean. It, it, it would have been, okay. been an amazing miracle. It would have been an amazing show of support for Muslims if Allah made the Moroccan team win against France, right? Like, yeah, this was this was the moment for Allah to make itself make it show to Muslims that He has their back. But like, apparently, that was not a good time for him. I don't but, know. But even if Morocco had to go, okay, maybe there was some. I actually spoke to a couple of Muslims and they were laughing. They were saying, "No, no, no, maybe there's a there's a uh, there's a blessing in disguise because Muslims were getting out of hand in arrogance. So it's probably best that Morocco lose. Otherwise, we would have been very arrogant. And Allah does not like arrogant people. But I don't know. It's just circular reasoning. Yeah. Um, look at this. Look at this serious Muslim page. All of us today, you know, like we're just praying for Morocco. Um, um, but I was waiting for this. Look at this. Someone had to do this. If you're going to turn Morocco about Islam versus Don't, infidels. Okay, got, wait, wait, wait. That could be uh, Facebook. We're just, YouTube. We're just showing other people's memes. 
We are against any form of violence. We do not endorse anything that these these memes might be showing. Okay, be careful with what you show because YouTube there's is no violence crazy there, these days. Okay, but YouTube might be crazy these days. Yeah, but, but there's no violence. We're not. It's we're not. Like... We are anti-violence. This is an anti-violence channel. Okay, we do not endorse any of this. It okay, is. But speaking of what happened later on, obviously Morocco lost to France, as we all know. Um, and th and this is where it gets problematic, Armin. This is this is why like it's difficult to control your emotions. Like I was I was reading, Belgium has arrested nearly a hundred Moroccan protesters. Uh, you know, uh, on their way to semi-final, Morocco did beat Belgium, and they were Morocco Moroccan Belgians um, were rioting in the streets. And I made that video about that. That that's what it was about. Um, but how long is this riot? Like they're complaining to what? So, like who are they? First, they were celebrating. So, so this is football hooliganism. So it, it could be translated into that. But so now they're celebrating um, the win over you know whatever. So so they're supporting the team, and then at some point it escalates. So but if now we lose, if we lose, we angry, we smash, and if we win, <laughs> we happy, we smash. <laughs> exactly, they're understand. all incredible hopes. <laughs> just, so so, so well, this is what they've been doing, and, the, yeah. and this is what's been happening. You know, like I mean, I, it, it's so heartbreaking. This, uh, this is, these are some um, clips from the streets of Paris and, um, you know, some Moroccan fans going crazy, celebrating. Th this has, you know, uh, done a lot of rounds on social media. Uh, uh, some 10,000 riot police were brought into Paris to control these people who were doing all of this and going absolutely berserk. I mean, it looks like a war zone. And... There was one video. Maybe I should play this. You know, this is you know who this is hurting the most. Muslims. Yeah, the the Moroccans and other Muslims who are not in the streets, right? Yeah. Like this, they, they these Moroccans and these Muslims are doing a major disservice to civilized Moroccans and Muslims in Europe, uh, who are now have to unfortunately deal with the backlash. And discrimination, and you know of the of Europe. You know this is this is basically fuel for right leaning bigots as a way to you know spread more hate towards individual Muslims and Middle Easterners and North Africans in Europe. So good job. You're just making Europe a much more horrible place to live. For your fellow Muslims, like this is what I'm telling you, these people are so harmful to other Muslims, more than Europeans. Because like, like, I, I really think that this the destruction or the chaos that they're causing, the effects of that for other Europeans is just like one night, right? Like, oh my God, that was bad, and they will fix it. It's not a big of a, that big of a cost. The main cost is to other Muslims in Europe. That's who are going to suffer the who, the people who are going to suffer the most from this. Yeah, but I mean, where does it go? So what these idiots don't understand that obviously this is going to beget hate. You know, like more people are going to be like... There, there is a great time for introspection. Of course, I'm not justifying it, but it is a time to introspect. That why is it that everyone gets so worked up with one particular religion? And obviously, it's the ideology. I always blame the ideology. And because it's the ideology that poisons people to whatever actions uh, they end up doing um so if the, if if any non-muslim 
I mean, it could be black or Asian or Indian, French or white French people. They look at it. I mean, of course, they're going to wonder. They're going to ask themselves, who are these people? What are they doing? Why well, are they doing fair, this? To be fair, I don't think they're doing this because of Islam. I mean, I in Vancouver, when Vancouver's team lost to Boston team, Vancouver, like, I don't know if you remember the Vancouver's uh, hockey riots. It happens riots. in England all the time, yeah. They I, I, were I'm, like, I'm... the entire, like, it was horrible. Like, we had lootings and destruction, and I don't think it was because of any religion. So no, I don't no. think this is specific to No, Muslims. no, this is why I mentioned, I mentioned initially that this is football hooliganism, yeah? But mm. this has been fueled. It has been turned into muslim versus kafir yeah it has no but it has been turned into it right like this, this is why like my preamble contained like how the prime minister of pakistan imran khan um uh, yasir Qadi, everyone muhammad Ijar, everyone mufti meng everyone was like cheering for morocco even though they have no relationship with morocco and they're cheering for it because right. it's a muslim woman so they have turned this into muslim versus Gaffer kind of thing. So right. So you're saying that this is just normal football. Well, shouldn't be normal, but it is normal football hooliganism, right? Mm -hmm. But it's interesting because usually the tribe that people recognize when they go out and you know uh, cheer for their team is nationalism, right? Like it's like my country's team, right? Yeah. But it's interesting how powerful the Islam tribe is because even if it's not your country you celebrate uh, countries that are Islamic. Like we don't see, you know, British or Italian football fans celebrating uh, France's win because like, oh, we're Christian. They're Christians as well. So yes. yay, Christian country. We don't see that, right? Hmm. But we see that with us. But, but again, a Muslim watching this might be like, oh, well, that's a good thing. This shows that we have strength. That This shows that the, the unity between Muslims goes cross borders. Like yeah. you guys have your... National yeah, but not, tribes, but we go across borders and we yeah, but, we have each other backs even if we're not from the same. Yeah, country. but so so this is not something. Yeah, so so then they're gonna have to convince that this is a good thing because when it's it's that unity is you is being used to damage or harm other people or other groups of people. So th that's the crux of the argument that their behavior is making people nervous or cautious well, of their behavior. So they're worried about it that hang on a second and hence again i go back to what i was saying that this is the reason why people look at muslims and islam suspiciously and they say well you know multiculturalism has worked in most cases but there's one particular case it just doesn't it just is not working so so so, well, so that's I mean, the argument to be fair to be fair though data shows that it is working like um multiculturalism in europe like these are few examples far in between that you have to show that okay maybe it's not working right but and I, again because these days because people see this more than they see data it, it will have that effect okay but i think it's our job to remind each other that immigration has actually benefited Europe no, no. more than the cost let me let me finish more the sentence what i was saying multiculturalism yeah. some people would say doesn't work when it comes to Muslims because we have we don't have Chinese hooliganism we don't have in, India's a pretty well behaved like I mean I was looking at statistics Khalid Bedouin actually showed that st stat and then he actually and then he deleted it because he actually tried to say Muslims uh, are, there are eight percent Muslims in France but they represent something like 30 percent of in inmate population and then I looked at in the Hindus 
the Hindus number was Hindus were underrepresented. And then I looked up in England, Hindus were uh, India, Hindus were underrepresented in that as well. And then I looked at in America, they were underrepresented there as well. But in all of those three countries, Muslims are overrepresented. So, you know, so, so that's the point. I'm saying there are obviously ins and outs and the, the the little details here and there. But with Muslims, there is a reason that why a lot of people are jumpy about one particular group. Now, of course, it shouldn't be like that because we know holistically not every Muslim is like that. There's there's a poor hijabi girl who probably cussing these guys for their behavior and she doesn't want to be a victim of hate crime because of these hooligans. So I understand that this is what that part is important. But it's the responsibility of these idiots. For example, the idiot that I'm about about to show you. Look at wait, this. Wait, 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 I need to wait, 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 I need to respond yeah. to that. Okay. Okay. Sure. So when you were talking about multiculturalism working or not working, I think we are referring to three different things. Uh, usually, and we have to separate them from each other. Okay. Uh, we're when it comes to culture, we're talking about two different things. Okay. We're talking about uh, rituals um, and values. And then multiculturalism, people sometimes also use it to, to refer to just immigration, even though these are the same different things. That's what people sometimes are using it as, right? So we have three different things when we're talking about uh, multiculturalism. Uh, the coming in of new values, coming in of new tradition, uh, rituals, and coming, in, uh, or, and coming in of new immigrants, right? When it comes to immigration, I think immigration, opening immigration to Europe has benefited Europe, whether it's from China, Japan, Syria, um, or any other Islamic country. Okay, Economically, it has massively benefited Europe, far outweighs the, any of the costs that people associate with criminality. In fact, if you look at data, uh, criminal behavior among immigrants uh, on average is not higher than Europeans themselves, right? So... Um, whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah. Sorry, hang on. So criminal behavior amongst immigrants is not higher. What, mm -hmm. what study is this? Like, have you have you looked at some? I, I I've I've looked into studies that are con that will contradict that. Um, yeah. F uh, there are, for example, the infamous Sweden one. I don't know if you're familiar with that. I'll have to find well, that one. It was I'm talking about all of Europe. All of Europe. Maybe yeah, yeah, if yeah. Focus, maybe if you focus on certain countries, maybe you. You're right. Okay, so the the thing so, is, uh, that, is it is it pre two thousand eleven? Because um, there's a wave. Well, of... here's the thing: if you focus on refugees, okay, you yeah. might you might get higher criminality. But right. if you focus on all of immigration, because the immigrants that even from Islamic countries that are not refugees, they usually are from upper class. Um, people that or afford to were able to get visas and ed were educated or came into work here, so they they probably they right. usually have even lower criminality than the people that live there, right? So right. depends on what kind of immigrants. Because sometimes when I say immigrants, people only think of refugees, but when you look at immigrants, we're talking about our yeah. all immigrants, skilled right? migrations, yeah, so, skilled migration even for skilled migration from Islamic countries. Um, actually, the criminal criminal. Um, Behavior. Rate, less behavior is yeah. less is isn't less than the average Europeans, right? So maybe if you focus only on refugees, it would be higher, right? Right. But that but that has a lot to do with poverty also that affects criminality as well. But okay, so but when it comes to culture, um culture that is not about values, like we're talking about dance, food, clothing, art, 
um, that sort of multiculturalism enriches a country. In, it's the more multiculturalism of that type you have, it benefits a country everywhere. Okay, this is how country cultures around the world become more enriched. Okay, but culture, if you're talking about values, okay. We don't have, we have superior values and we have inferior values. And inferior values need to be crushed, okay? So if you are bringing, I don't know, uh, Syrian food, you know, Egyptian clothing or art, you that should be welcome. There should be no barrier to that, right? But if you're bringing homophobia, okay, that should be crushed. If you're bringing wife beating, that should be crushed. So culture has two different meanings, and they I wish there were two different words for this. Uh, culture, if it refers to values, then I'm against multiculturalism. But culture, if it rep is representing art, music, food, and dance, and rituals, then I am for multiculturalism. So don't mix these two th things together. Anyways, you wanted to show something? Right. No, I wasn't mixing that. I'm, I was aware of that. But um, no, I didn't say you. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I know. I'm, I know. I know. I know. I know. You in I general. Know. Yeah, yeah. I'm, yeah. and I'm telling the audience that he didn't mean me. Okay. All yes, right. Yes, so, yes. so have a look at this one. So, th this is another video that came out. It's, it's a bit worrying. So, there's a guy, who who is driving a French, uh, who's driving his sedan. You need to uh, scroll up. Oh yeah. Okay. Okay. No. Go on. In in his hatchback. And he's waving the French flag, and and he's swarmed by Moroccan fans. And look, you, you can see it here, where it just um, he he rips this flag off, and then he just he just tries to drive off, and then he unfortunately oh he ends up crushing someone, uh, a fourteen-year-old boy, um, as a wow. um, so so yeah. So now the boy's been taken to hospital. I think he's okay now. Um, but look at this. I mean, these Frenchmen, these French people can't celebrate victory for their own country. Like, I mean, it's just sad. It's just sad. Again, I understand hooliganism. I understand all of this. But if you're a... No I'll give you an example. So Pakistan has got like, I think, 3 million ref uh, Afghan refugees or something. Uh, a couple of years ago, Pakistan had a match with Afghanistan. And Af some Afghan crowd beat up Pakistani crowd uh, in, in the in the stadium somewhere and then some Afghans celebrated it by waving an Afghan flag on Faisal Mosque and there was an uproar in Pakistan that kicked these people out they are you know they're dogs whatever they call them every filthy name under the sun because they were upset with the Afghans like Afghans and Pakistanis are Muslim brothers okay now when it comes to the, again I'm just saying that this is a normal human behavior that when you look at it and you're scared to go out, and um, and I'm not even into nationalism, and I don't even care about these things. But I'm saying, if if a native person can't go out and celebrate victory for his own country out of fear of getting beaten up by some other people, then you know this is this is just sad. It just it's just going to make other people hate them. So and then Muslims don't actually have a leg to stand on when they say, well, why do why does every, these kind of people? Not everyone, of course. These kind of people. Why does everyone hate us? So these are the behaviors that Muslims need to introspect. They just don't. What do you think? Um, yeah, I mean, I'm, again, I just want to make sure that we do not, a lot of people, we don't, I don't want to feed into, um, again, I know you're not doing that, Harris. Right, but right. We have That's to why be I want careful. you to correct it. Yeah. Yes. I want you to make it 
aesthetically better look better <laughs> no it's, not, it's logically better because these yeah, right. more of these it. muslims that you're seeing in the street they represent such a small percentage of muslims in europe it's such a small percentage like just add up all the muslims in europe and then add up all the number of muslims that are in the street and are behaving like this okay and um this does you cannot generalize this okay and i do want to condemn this and i do want to also show that this type of behavior is indicative of something a, a trend that needs to be addressed okay so it's not like it's not important um but a small a very small percentage of a high number of people could do a lot of harm but it also could be used um as general like one thing i'm saying is that these people are going to make life harder for other muslims in europe right so I sh I sh we should be careful about the yeah, no, but, that but, we use so that yeah. we don't do the same thing. I, I know I get I get that, but we don't have to beat around the bush either because I've been following Muslim media as well. Uh, you know, even TRT, right? So TRT, uh, you know, it's like a, they've got good English speaking production going and everything. And even they have been painting Moroccan fans as victims and French um, authorities as some sort of criminals. Morocco fans face racist abuse in France after World Cup semi-final loss. you need to loss. tell me to... You need to wait for me to put it up. Yeah, okay, go on. Yeah, there. So, here. Yeah. Morocco fans face racist abuse in France after World Cup semi-final. I'm, I've, been for, I've been looking at the... Um, you know, like... Well, Pakistani maybe they have. Media. I mean, I don't haven't looked into this. No, 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 but... No, but my point... Yeah, yeah, but again, so can't you see that one side is picking one side of the narrative... And then right. they're, they're totally ignoring the other side. What the, the clips that I showed you, I could not see any reference to that anywhere on TRT. Even apparently okay. in Spain as well, they were saying that, oh, uh, and they actually there was one video of one policewoman was brutally manhandling a woman, a hijabi woman. Okay, obviously this is a riot situation and everything. And then, yeah, fair enough. But they only focused on that, but they didn't focus on Moroccan rioters. So Turkish people are not, are not Moroccan. So why are they not painting... A fairer picture so when you say that there is a small percentage yes the small percentage are out on the streets but majority of people do sympathize with them i actually held a couple of spaces and i was talking about totally i talk about pakistani minority with pakistani you know on twitter spaces and everything and then they were saying they were giving this as a reference that hey look in france people are just scared to even celebrate the victory of morocco i was like what the hell what news are you reading that's exactly the kind of propaganda they're looking into. Yeah, so, okay, but are we doing the same thing? Because, so TRT, for example, uh, is, say, giving one side, I don't know, maybe not the other side, okay? But do, do we, like, is it true that their Moroccan fans I, are being treated with racism? I don't know, like, okay, let's that go through that. Let's, these, let's, two, these two things could be happening at the same time, right? Yeah. We could have Moroccans, that some Moroccans that are, uh, causing you know chaos and destruction, and we could also have some Moroccan fans that are being treated poorly by the French police. Yeah, because I mean I don't no, know, I haven't looked. No, into this. oh no, no. Okay, so that's where the credibility matters. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So again, I would trust the credibility of international news agencies rather than TRT now. Um, yeah. So if BBC doesn't report this, if uh, France Twenty Three doesn't report it, or DW doesn't report it, I'm probably not going to pay much attention to it. The the video that I saw of one. Uh, Spanish police officer just roughly pushing this woman with a hijab. Again, that was a riot situation. When there is a riot situation, then of course the, the riot the riot police are trying to calm things down. They're trying to keep people away from going to certain areas so things don't escalate. Yes. 
So that's what happens. Yes. So, that, so taking that out of equation and say, hey, look, look, look at the. Well, I mean, I mean, I, 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 think... yeah, I don't know. I know, I know what you're saying, but I'm. Yeah. But no, I am not guilty of the same thing because this is what I said. I am going to put again the credibility of news outlets matter. So TRT has really exposed itself. So look at this: more than 120 people were arrested for what lawmakers denounced as racist violence in Paris and other French cities after France's World Cup semi-final win over Morocco. Some 10,000 police officers were mobilized overnight. You'll, you'll get this. You'll, you'll get what they meant by that. Some 10,000 police officers were mobilized overnight across France over fears of possible riots including 5,000 for Paris and the surrounding area alone. Despite the measures Moroccan faced, fan, this is this is absolute nonsense. This is not what they got the riots, the rioters for, that they would, uh, that, that Moroccans will feel racist violence. There would be a racist violence in general on basis of what's happening, um, what happened in Belgium and what happened in Portugal, what happened in, in, in Spain before, uh, before this match. So that's what it was. So Moroccans, yeah, okay. Moroccan fans faced verbal and physical attacks from some far-right groups as raucous celebrations erupted across the country after France won the game 2-0. Moroccans, Morocco made history by joining the United States after blah, 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 blah. So, you know, th these people were arrested. 100 people have been arrested in Belgium as well, mostly Moroccan um, of Moroccan ethnicity. So, you know, um, there you go, F 40 far-right su suspects trying to reach um Chapalese, champ lc i don't know how to say it but we know i think you've been there no no we didn't go there we did we go there no we went to germany the capital's busiest spot spot packed with football fans so there were 40 people obviously there were crash uh, clashes 115 people so look at this so they're putting obviously 115 minus 40 40 what, what take what was that 60 what 75 would have been moroccan but look at the headline this is a misleading headline. There are well, does it provide any reason for why this was racist below? No, um, no, that so that when when they decided to have ten thousand below, oh yeah, when they when they decided to have ten thousand police officers, so that was the that was the um, uh, that was a pretext they used that there could be racist violence, like class. Okay, so it doesn't provide any reason for why it was racist. Well, no, but but TRT can't be blamed for that because that. That was actually a term you used by the oh. actual uh, French themselves as a pretext to install 10,000 police officers. So TRT can't be blamed for that. But okay. but my point is they are we using know that, that. No, but they're using we, that as saying that as though Moroccans were only racially abused. Morocco fans face racist abuse. Okay, but they, but they were... Okay, so but it is accurate. Okay, so even, even if TRT is one-sided, okay... We agree that Moroccan fans were facing racist abuse. I mean, we have four. Well, these are clashes. No, no, no. These are clashes. When the, so the French people have come out, Moroccans have come out. They're rioting, and this is what's happening. No, but if you have far right people in the middle of these clashes, you could be almost guaranteed to have some racist attacks you, on you Moroccans. Could, you could. Yes. No. No. But okay. Look, you could. You could almost expect them to be there when you know that they're going to be Moroccans out there rioting or yeah. whatever, and yeah, we're going to go it, out. We're we're gonna, yeah, yeah, we're going to go would, out. I know I would expect it, but it would still be racist. Yeah, against Moroccans. So, so yeah, so Moroccans would be racist too in that case. I didn't. Okay, I didn't say. I didn't I'm, say no, if no, Moroccans are racist. Don't be defensive. Not. Just, no, no, but don't I agree. I, but don't take it as an attack on you. I'm just saying that mm -hmm. they are both racist in that case. Yeah. I uh, Morocco. Okay, sure. 
But it well, is accurate to, to say that Moroccan fans were facing racist abuse. No, it's not like accurate. This. It's not accurate if you're not going to include. Hell? No, it's not. Uh, the, if, if you're not going to include one-sided, French. Can, yeah, so it's not can, accurate then. No, you, a term could be accurate but one-sided. No, 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 no. I mean, come on, okay, man. Sure. That that, that on. just doesn't make any come sense. On, I mean, <laughs> no, a I word, mean, a, a sentence could be accurate and one-sided. That is like fundamentally Accuracy would true. be the opposite of painting a true picture. No, no, no. Okay, so... Okay, so <laughs> let, 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 let's do an experiment. You punch me, I punch you, yeah? Mm-hmm. And a news report and social media say... Harris got punched in the face by Armin Navabi. Now, Ab- right. Harris is painted you as would say that, victim. That, you, you would say that that is accurate, but one-sided. That's what people would say. I don't that think is accurate, I, but it's unfair. Accurate would imply that, yeah, this is a true reflection of what happened. Mm. That's what people um, would see it as. We, come on, but, but, we, but come on. But, but yeah. can we... Okay, so I, I get it. Okay, okay. let's not get yeah. caught, caught up in that. But yeah. can we agree that this was... A bad article, even though in the detail it said 114 people are arrested, 40 of them were uh, far right wingers, you know, like yes, I mean, that yeah. 60, 70. And the videos that I showed you earlier, mm-hmm. these were war zones. And, and BBC has reported it, DW has reported it. If there is a real racist movement going on, I mean, obviously, for, there are far right activists in every country, but if there was this real racist um uh you know there was a ra- real racist attack you think bbc would have covered it they would have mentioned it bbc channel 9 channel 7 dw they all have been talking about um uh, riots by moroccan fans so anyway right so yeah so for the sake of for the sake of not being like trt okay and not showing just the side uh, that some Moroccans came into the street and or some Muslims came into the street and caused damage. We have to be better than TRT, okay? We have to also mention that not all this is a small minority of Muslims in Europe. One, we also have to say that Moroccans face uh, abuse and discrimination and racism from far uh, from far right people. So so that we're not like TRT. So so we actually paint show both sides. Yeah, what well, well, it's okay. a given. There, there would have been some people. But if it's a given, okay. But if it's a given, we should still have to say it. Oh yeah, of course, you, of course, yeah, okay. of course. Okay, uh, because it's, it's, because if we don't say it because it's a given, well, then we become like could say the TRT would be like, well, I didn't say that because that was a given. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not yeah. using that as an excuse to omit yeah. that information. I'm, I'm right, saying, right. Uh, I'm saying that it is, it is a given. I would accept that in a heartbeat. That these racist people, these far right wing people, would be out there. They would be looking for that. It it actually works in their favor. They want these people to behave that way. So Who then, wants this? far right wing, uh, yes. you know, uh, that they want them to react that way, and they can rally people behind them. They look, this is what Muslims yes. are. That's why there should be no more refugees. There should be no more immigrants as well. That's what. Right. So so these people are so stupid. Yeah. So I get that. Right, right. There's a super well, chat we, for you, so it needs to be read. Tribalism has yeah. both saved humanity and cursed human, humankind. Um, yes, I agree with that. that. I could talk about this for hours, but in general, yeah, I, I would say that, Yeah, I mean, I, I don't think we would even have civilization without tribalism. So you're right. No. Um, yeah, we, we, we need to... You can say that about religion as well. I mean, we without oh, yeah. religion, we wouldn't have I'm a massive believer in religion. I mean, we would... We, 
yeah, religion. Without religion, we probably might not. I mean, I don't know, but we might have not. We might have not even started a civilization, right? Yeah. So, but we have grown out of it. Like maybe we needed it to begin to start, set things up, and now we have to grow out of these things, right? That's exactly so, what I say. Um, yeah. And, and yeah, like I mean, for example, these guys who talk about Yuval Noah Harari, they talks about the importance of stories and stories, like you know, this protagonist, antagonist, and good and evil. It leaves such a strong imprint on people's mind that okay, they genuinely believe that okay, we are on the good side and they are on the bad side. That propels them to grow and that propels them to to achieve amazing things. But yes, the key word is, we, as a society, we have outgrown a lot of previous past hangups, and we can do that again with and and yeah, I think we no longer need religion. These conservative people would tell you otherwise. But we actually know they, they tell you that oh, if you don't, if you no longer have religion, you know, family system is going to fall apart. There's going to be no children. People are making less babies. LGBTQ pronouns. They, they give you all kind of nonsense. But mm. all of those other challenges that we may face, they can be um, uh, resolved without going into superstitious bullshit, um, like. Um, like this one, because at the end of the day, this is what religion brings to you. Again, not all Muslims hashtag, but th these are the kind of people who make people behave in a certain manner. Look Jeder, at this. Jeder, der sich als Muslim bezeichnet, muss die Scharia wollen auf der ganzen Welt. Ich will die Scharia in Deutschland auf jeden Fall. Würdest du die deutsche Verfassung aushebeln, wenn du die Gelegenheit hättest? Auf jeden du... Fall. Okay, auf jeden danke. Fall. Wie, wie, welche, wie zum Beispiel, wie, wie, könnte, wie könnte man jetzt aus Deutschland einen islamischen Staat machen? Wie, wie zum Beispiel? Okay. Uh, laut dem... Yeah. So for people who might be listening to this and uh, watching it, he, this is, yeah, but we also release it as an audio and podcast. He's, he's the guy, this is a, Ger is a German Muslim saying that we will. We want Sharia in Germany. Yeah. Sharia in Germany. And, 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 and basically he's asked the question, what should we do um, when you are in the majority? I mean, I mean, to be fair to the guy, to be fair to the guy, okay. If I was a Muslim, I would want the same thing. Like, why wouldn't you? Like, um, yeah. there's got a lost laws um, over man laws. Like, wh why would I want? If I really believe that Allah came with his own set of, of laws, why would I want any man-made law over yeah. like in the infallible laws of Allah? Exactly. So, yeah. so if you're a German who does not believe in Allah's law or Sharia, then he can stand up and he can say, "We need to ship you out." Again, I don't agree with that. You don't agree with that because we're all immigrants and we, we, we believe in multiculturalism and tolerance and harmony and, you know, everyone should come together and work together. But one particular group of, group of people, they are those who are so dogmatic about their religion that they make these claims that he says that in the video later on. Um, I'll, I'll just um, keep the video playing for people without audio so those who can see it, they can see it. Otherwise, I'll just read out the, the subtitles. So he, for, so this guy says, okay, well, what about homosexuals? He says, yeah, we can throw them off the, the highest roof. Wow. Like the same thing. He says that. He says that in Germany, we can do that. And, and then he says, well, what if German people don't want Sharia? He said, well, we have to fight the German people then. Mm. So mm. so my point is, this, of course, he's this a guy, This guy is just like, I'm, I'm sure the people who are like, smashing their heads into a wall right now watching this are muslims who are living in europe to like shut up shut up you're making our lives so miserable no like, i mean I we actually don't know we actually i mean we don't actually know because i, I would say you're complicit if you don't oh, oh, overtly condemn these people i okay fair enough you don't i, I understand a lot of muslims get upset and they say why do i have to come out and condemn it okay i get it you if there's anything that happens you don't owe everyone because 
um, and a, a condemnation that, hey, I come out and publicly condemn this because, you know, you are an individual and you reserve the right to believe in whatever religion you believe in and as long as you keep it a private matter. But if you're asked about those things, and this, I, I don't know who I spoke with. I, I spoke with someone. If you are, if you're asked politely, what do you think of this guy? Then don't come around and make excuses for it. What about America has done Iraq? You know, like no matter how, again, I'm just giving an anecdotal experience, but I think there is some sort of responsibility. You and I, you know, what's your channel? What's your biggest platform? Atheist Republic, yeah? Somehow we talk about atheism. We say ask atheists. Okay, we are activists. But even if we're not, if we, if we, every Muslim would say that he or she feels very strongly about his or her religion, the, the sanctity of religion matters, the, 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 the sacredness of the character of the Holy Prophet matters to them. But then when some people, and this is us being charitable, some people are, are um, taking advantage of your niceness and your absence from the discourse, and they're hijacking your religion, and they're talking crap about your religion, then... If you get an opportunity, you should be condemning it. But we don't see that behavior. I understand now why people used to ask <coughs> after 9-11 that, oh, we don't see a lot of Muslim voices. And, and I understand Actually, what they we, meant. I do I do see that. I mean, I don't know if what um, I consume a lot of Muslim media. Right. And they do call out. They do condemn this. No, that's they good. So those. No, that's great. So those who do, that's great. But you we, said if they are asked. I yeah, think most, yeah. most, most, okay, but I don't know if the, you have numbers though. Do, do, okay, you, you, most you of the content creator, most of the content creators I watch, Muslim, even though they're not asked, they take a stance against this. That's good. That's right? good. Yeah, um, yeah. And most, most, I, I'm a, most Muslims, if you like, for example, if you go to England and talk to Muslims and you talk about this behavior, like one, one narrative that a lot of Muslims in Europe have is that the laws of the land, we respect the laws of the land. They don't say we were going to bring Sharia. They're like, oh, they might say like, it would be nice if we had Sharia, but if we don't have Sharia, uh, we respect, we're going to try our best to follow the laws of the land. So they don't agree with this, what this guy, this is when well, yeah. you pin them down, that's what they would say. Yeah, no, no, I, 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 I agree. No, this is of course the most extreme version. I don't think people, but I'm saying when they're asked, people should be condemning that. Fair enough what you're saying, but there, there has to be a proper, Pew survey. I've, I even wrote this about. I wrote about this in my book, and I think I think I, I sent you when you interviewed Sam Harris. The Sam Harris used to quote this all the time. Like, let me find. Uh, I, I don't know. Maybe you can find it. That, that Pew survey. How many people uh, from Muslim countries believe that Sharia should be applied in the, in their own country, like Pakistan, Afghanistan, or something? It's less, like it's less than fifty percent. No, no, no. Yeah, but this is a twenty fifteen survey. Pew survey. I'm talking about. So in Afghanistan, yeah, it was like ninety percent. Okay, let me find. Yeah, it. yeah. If you what what I did with the friendly Muslim, okay, because these are different countries. Like you could look at Afghanistan, uh, you can see the majority. Oh yeah, so you like, took out the mean, yeah. So okay. I I took it, I put all the Islamic countries together and adjusted it based on population. Right, right. And it's it's actually less than fifty percent okay, of Muslims. Okay, okay, but okay, well, that, that, that's fine. But again, um, we're gonna let, let's just go by this. So, so th th this is the one you're talking about, yeah. So yeah. Sharia as the revealed okay, this is a revealed word of God. One or more interpretation of Sharia. What's the there's an interesting one. Uh, favor or oppose making Sharia the law of land, uh, law of the land. Okay, so Malaysia is eighty six percent. So obviously these uh, Eastern European countries or you know like these uh, Central Asian countries, they're the ones actually they're, they're, they're bringing the percentage down. But look at it, Malaysia, eighty six percent of uh, Malaysian Muslims believe that. Where where is Pakistan and Afghanistan? 
Pakistan, 84%. 99% of Afghans. Afghans what want year Sharia. is this? This is 2015, right? Right. Uh, so can you bring here's an interesting thing. Can right. you bring up the one that they want more um, non-Muslims uh, killed? Sorry, Which, where, the where, where the one what? There's the, in the same poll there has a section that says whether they think the capital punishment for people who leave religion they believe in that or not. Oh, apostasy one. Should Sharia be applied to both Muslims and non-Muslims? No. Uh, should religions religious judges decide family or property disputes? Screw that. No. Do you favor corporal punishments for crimes such as theft? Okay, so for theft, eighty-eight percent of Pakistani believe. No, okay, that's 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 not yeah, the no, one that. Yeah, yeah. I, I know, no, but I'm yeah. but but there's an interesting one. I, I just want to show yeah. that one. Eighty-eight percent of Pakistanis believe that their hands should be chopped off. Eighty-one percent. So Indonesia is forty-five. Indonesia is yes. one of the most populated Muslim countries. West Turkey. So here's an interesting thing. Like, look at this. No, actually, uh, okay, yeah, uh, stone, stoning. Eighty-nine percent of Pakistanis believe Pakistan, stone. Eighty-five. Yeah. So India's actually were using that, and and I did not have a decent rebuttal for that. So when mm. this video came out of some uh, some women being whipped, some men and women being whipped in Afghanistan, so a lot of Indians started quoting this particular survey, and they said, "Well, and this is obviously was done when uh, the Afghan democratic government was in place, so Taliban right. were kicked out at that time, but at that time people were still romanticizing and wanting Sharia back. So now they've got the Sharia. So does that mean are they happy, or at least eighty five percent of the Afghans are happy?" But but here's so an interesting here's an thing. If if you look at if yeah, if yeah. you look at it, it's also proportional to poverty. Oh you yeah, know, of for course, example, yeah. Oh, in yeah. Indonesia, which is also an Islamic country, it's a lot less. Oh yeah, death penalty for living Islam, right? Yeah, seventy nine so, to seventy six. Yeah. So here's an interesting thing. If you look at right, Indonesia, which is the most populated Islamic, most pop, uh, biggest Islamic country in the world, but the highest number of Muslims, right? Mm. The number for that is eighteen percent. Okay, mm. but if you looked at this Indonesia, if you ask them if they want Sharia, okay, the number was like above seventy percent. Exactly. So that was my so, point. So, so I mean, Indonesians they say, "Do you want Sharia?" They're like, "Yeah, yeah, we want Sharia." Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But if yeah. you ask them, "Do you want to kill apostates for leaving Islam?" They say no. The vast majority of them say no. Okay. Okay. So, so their understanding of Sharia is kind of skewed. <laughs> I mean, you got this. You got this point from me. You probably don't even remember that. When you this this is I, I sent it to you and um, uh, Ali Rizvi when you were, guys were. Uh, interviewing um, Sam Harris because I wanted you guys to show that. So even though these Muslims think that they are pro-Sharia because they feel compelled to respect Sharia because right. it's the law of Allah. So we Sharia have to say, yeah, we have to say Sharia because it's God's law. But so do you want a woman to be stoned to death? Uh, no. I even, I, I wrote this in my book like five years ago. And I said, so people think that they like Sharia, but they actually don't. So when we say 99% of Afghans actually want Sharia, well, in, in case of Afghanistan, it does drop to 85, not significantly, but it still drops a little bit. But I reckon if they're actually shown the video or or any video of a woman getting stoned to death, to death, then they would all say, nah, I don't think so. No, you need to, you need to have four witnesses. So that, no, that gives me a lot of hope. That gives me a it lot does. of hope. I'll, I'll tell you what, if you look at any video of a woman getting stoned to death or some man getting stoned to death, to death they underneath you see Muslim comments, people saying, no, 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 this is not real Islam. Yes, and then someone would correct them. No, Islam does say uh, an adulterer should be punished. No, but you need to have you need to have four witnesses. No, back in those days, no, pro the real purpose of that was to 
discourage people from doing this. But if they're not doing this, you know, people, Muslims will come up with all kinds of excuses to somehow get out of that particular Sharia law that is barbaric and brutal and that you've showed to them. So, so I, I get that the majority of Muslims, because at the end of the day, they're all people, you know, like majority, everyone is busy with, okay, I need to go to work. I need to, you know, bring home the bacon. <laughs> okay, not every Muslim says that, but, or any Muslim says that, you know. Um, but yeah, that that's, but they still need to condemn it. It gets problematic when people start defending it. Okay, I think Amin has gone somewhere um, for a mini break. Uh, there was one more thing that I wanted to show in the same I'm back, I'm back. video. Okay, you're it's back. So, oh, wow, that was quick. Did you wash your hands? Yes, yes, yes. That quickly? Yes. Superman. <laughs> okay, uh, I've got only one new, one thing to cover, and that's that cover that involves uh, Samina Khan and Andrew Tate. So, yeah, let's take some patron questions so we don't run over. Okay, patron questions. Okay, let's go patron questions. Uh, D is asking, patron question from D. Oh, D finally, Putin, D asked something. Yes. Putin claimed that Russians and Ukrainians are one people and his war is defensive. How has that changed in light of targeting utilities like heat, electricity, and water for civilians? Well, I mean, the guy was full of himself from the beginning. Like this guy, this was this is more about Putin and his legacy, I think, and his ego improving. Like this, w losing this war, I don't think it's about. Like maybe he had convinced himself that this is about making Russia great and bringing Russian people and Ukrainian Ukraine that is part of Russia together and stuff that like all that legacy and we're at the side of light and we're fighting the forces of darkness and all that. But I think at the end of the day, this is about him, um, his identity being so attached to Russians, Russia's power um, that he that it's about him having a meaning and sh saving face around the world. Like he has been humiliated and humbled to such a degree that it's embarrassing. Like, I sometimes feel uh, third degree embarrassment from him, just watching how much he's being ridiculed and embarrassed all around the world. Like, and I just think like he, before he dies, more than anything, he wants to see this war turn around. It doesn't really matter about what he said his intentions were at the beginning. He just has to prove to the world that he didn't make a mistake, that this war was not a mistake, and he he's the winner. So he's going to do whatever at all costs necessary. He's going to try to turn it around, even if it means like crushing and destroying the people who he claimed to be trying to save. But what do you think? Yeah, absolutely. I agree. Uh, he, he was full of himself. He's a liar. He's a. Um, he 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 thought that he's just going to walk in. Um, they, they played these videos leading up to this war that oh, if we want to take Ukraine, we'll we'll take Ukraine in a matter of uh, weeks, if not days. Um, so there was so much war, war hysteria, and then he kept telling the world, no, 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 we have no intention of going in, and he went in. Um, and then he was humbled. His forces were killed in huge numbers. Um, he had to mobilize a lot of uh, 300,000 people, and then he might have to do it again. Um, the, his forces, nothing has improved uh, at the front. Um, it's still going really, really badly for him. He's constantly losing territory. And then in the haste, th this is how everything that he did, and this is why, you know, like the West is just, too powerful, you know, and too smart as well. You know, he 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 uh, annexed uh, 
um, he, he did this sham referenda and then he annexed um, uh, Donetsk, Luhansk, Zaporizhia uh, and uh, Kherson region, like this four, like the, which, which amounts to like nearly 30% of Ukrainian territory. He annexed it with his sham referenda. And, and then he said that, okay, if anyone attacks, because Ukraine doesn't recognize it, the West doesn't recognize it, if anyone attacks it or tries to take it back, then we reserve the right for a nuclear war. And he kept saying that, and but it didn't matter. That didn't stop the Ukrainians, and they kept going, and they kept going. And Zelensky just said a few days ago um, that um, that, in, that that you know we will take everything. We we will go back to what it was in 2014, which means uh, Crimea is also fair game for them to take back. And why would they not take it back? The only fear everyone had was nuclear war. Um, but uh, I, I think. This is why I think Biden used that and, and NATO said it, that there will be severe consequences. And then second and third tier generals, American generals said that, you know, there will be severe consequences. But severe consequences, they didn't mean that, okay, we're going to, we're, we're, we're also going to, you know, tit for tat kind of nuclear war. This, that's just crazy. But it's going to be now, United States or NATO is involved indirectly. Now, Patriot missiles are going to to Ukraine. Putin is really upset about that. Medvedev, uh, ex-president, he said, oh, uh, if you give them... By the way, Patriots are totally defensive um, uh, missile, uh, missile system. Yes, yeah? so it's, it's, it's like if a missile is coming your way, they can shoot it down uh, with a very high um, uh, degree of precision. Um, success rate. So he... So he and 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 these were, and and they're saying that hey you know don't even give them defensive capabilities well screw you they said well screw you we're going we're, we're going to give it to them i was listening to um i think it was general douglas i think it was no not douglas was his name anyway I, I, petraeus i think it was i was listening to him and he was saying that these are very heavy uh, these are very expensive and heavy uh, defensive systems like each uh, missile on its own costs about 3 million dollars um, and the whole system would probably cost somewhere around you know the launches will cost somewhere around 20 million dollars and then every time you try to shoot down so the ukrainians are not going to be using that against those iranian drones that they have been bombarding the ukrainian um, uh, power grids and you know the basic infrastructure like it's so pathetic he putin is running this war on such an old freaking principle that has absolutely zero military advantage this is the reason why he's losing they have low precision america and the west have this obsession with with high precision weapons you know why that is is because yeah if you bomb a village you kill ten thousand innocent civilians yes you've you've spread terror in the hearts of civilians but it's not going to give you any military value because the soldiers who are going to attack you they're still safe this the soldiers well, actually still safe. that's the strategy is not to uh, cause terror in the civilian uh, civilians. The strategy when you um, attack civilian infrastructure is to make the people, the civilians, so tired of the war that they will go to the politicians and, say, Don't fight. and they say, like, can we negotiate and do peace? OK, however, historically, I saw an uh, and again, this goes back to these questions, OK? Um, has his uh, these saying have his actions hurt his propaganda though? That's exactly the point because I don't, Putin keeps to keeps uh, uh, claiming that he's um, a student of history and he knows his history inside and out. Like he's so obsessive about 
how much is important to understand history and realize trends and learn from history. That's Putin's, um, you know, constant, constant reminder to us about how important this is, right? And it seems like this, he hasn't learned anything from history because analysis shows that when throughout the histories, every time um, an enemy tried to get the people to talk to the politicians by destroying civilian infrastructure, it has had the opposite. It has had the opposite effect. Like the opinions of the people switched more towards we need to crush this enemy, that we stand united with our gover- government against this evil that is destroying our lives. So it didn't actually divide the people against from the government against the war. It actually made people unite with their government more when it comes to crushing this this enemy that is fighting them. So it, when it comes to the propaganda, because Putin had this this delusion that Ukrainians will welcome Russians when they come as their liberators, right? And he's somebody who constantly reminds the world about United States attacking Iraq um, and how how big of a disaster that came into be, right? And also about their own history with Afghanistan. But he, he apparently doesn't see that opinions in Iraq are very much anti-American because of all the damage to the civilians that United States has caused through when it came to the occupation and also to the sanctions before it. So that division between Americans and Iraqis has made it very difficult for United States to have a um, constructive impact in Iraq after that history. So given that Putin's aim was, even if Putin one day had a chance to convince Ukrainians that we are not, we are the same people, you have no chance anymore. After what you have done in Ukraine, you have no chance anymore. So even, even by some miracle, if you actually manage to defeat Ukraine and conquer Ukraine, you are not going to be able to keep Ukraine anymore because the, you are the devil in Ukrainian eyes. In their eyes, yeah. So, yeah, so that's not going to be, you're not going to be able to force them to mix with each other because you have... I mean, you had that chance at some point. There was a time where Ukrainians and Russians saw themselves as saw the same people. But you who had that dream with this war, you have had completely made that the di- di- division permanent. Um, but yeah, so that's what his... Yeah. By the way, we got two super chats. I don't know. This guy is very kind. He went to your channel and he gave you a super chat. And then Aww. he came over to my channel and he also gave the same super chat. Well, thank you. Finally. <laughs> thank finally, I got a so super much. chat. Thank, thank you. Thank you, George. That's very Asmussen. Sorry, I hope I'm not saying Jorg Asmussen. Jorg Asmussen. Jorg. Very thank strong you. Nordic name sounds like it. Yes. Yeah. Danish name. Yeah, but, right. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you very much. Um, yeah. So this is what I, this is what I meant by that. And yeah, it's not going to go down well for him. So this war is going to end very badly for Putin. Um, that remains to be seen. That how it's going to end for him. Um, he, as you said, it is about his legacy. Um, he, there's still propaganda. There's Ramzan Kadyrov and this uh, Pilshokin guy, the the guy of uh, Wagner groups leader who who's known as Putin's chef. Um, he, uh, the, the, they're very hawkish. They're like, yeah, up the ante. Man, you've got nothing. You, you've only got, the only thing you've got is nukes, but that's it. That's a suicide. So you can't win a war by committing a suicide. So 
it's just there's no way out. There's no way out. So I I feel bad. Like I did the stream pretty much straight away when this war happened in my own Urdu channel as well. And a lot of Indians were supporting Putin just because India chose to stay neutral, but everyone knew that India's kind of like they have they have a soft spot for Russia because they feel that Russia helped them out through the 70s and 60s and 50s. So which is fair enough. Like as a state, I can understand. As an Indian state, I can understand that okay, we we we're not gonna go fully on the Western camp. But like the ordinary people, they don't understand. They just buy into the propaganda. They're like, "Yeah, is NATO coming? NATO encroaching in the on the uh, getting closer to the Russian border, and Russia feels, um, uh, you know, insecure, and that's why they they have a right to attack Ukraine and enact." I was like, "You idiots!" Right? But although we were all wrong, though we were all wrong about one thing, we did not know how useless Russian army is. <laughs> I mean, half the They've been thousands of tanks were destroyed and captured. There are there are some really they're not funny, but there are some there are very hilarious videos, but not not in a funny way, not not, not laughing way, but it's like mind boggling. There are Russian soldiers running, hiding, and Ukrainians are pinpointing them. and And I feel so bad for those poor Russian soldiers. I really you feel bad for them. You have a meme about tanks, though. Do you want to share that? Oh, yeah. Okay, well, that one. Yeah, well, yeah, I think it's a different story, so we'll talk about that one as well. Like, yeah, they're, they're idiots. Yeah, that, that's the girl chick we're going to talk about, Samira Khan. Look at this. This is how they were going on, like, oh, Russian tanks, manly, alpha male, U.S. tanks, they, them. By the way, she's American, Pakistani-American. I just don't understand. What is your thought about that? That Why do these modern incel or these conservative-leaning people who enjoy who take full advantage of the liberal west that that they're so conservative well, that a... they, what is your theory on that i i can't understand like even andrew tate for example andrew tate you know like he, he's he's all the time he's sucking on he's sucking up sorry he's sucking up to putin all the time like what is it what do you think what what, do you, well, here, what is here, here's here's my answer to that <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, them, yeah. Well, okay. well, yeah, 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 the, yeah. Was the were. pink tank with the day them pronouns and the, now there was the, were <laughs> and the trans. They actually managed to defeat. Oh, yeah. Well, it seems like that these values that you guys are making fun of, okay, it seems like they're winning over your right leaning conservative values. I guess, I guess this is why okay. their economies. Maybe their tolerant economies is the reason why they also have their bigger economies. Better I don't know. Maybe it has something to do with it. That, yeah, it it, it does have a lot to do with this. <laughs> yeah. It has a lot to do with. You know what it does have? It has having compassion for your minorities or having compassion for other people or the well being and human development index of your people. That forces you, um, that that maximizes your true potential. So who is to say that some, uh, who, who is the father of computing? Um, uh, the, the, uh, he, he was Turning, Alan Turning, yes. So he was homosexual and look how they treated them. But he was a genius. He saved Britain from, um, uh, from, uh, from German invasion in a way. So it's easy for me to remember his name because of the turning in the turning test. The turning uh, test is that the turning test, yeah. All right. Um so so that's what happened. Like if he was in Islamic world, he would have been just killed. <laughs> Sorry, we don't want you, we don't want your technological advancement. We are just horrified that you stick your penis in that little thing where it shouldn't go. So there you go. Boom. We're gonna another another example go. is the tolerance of United States versus Germany during World War II is what why why United States got Einstein, 
and yes. why Germany lo lost Einstein, a yes. Jew. Yes. Right? So it's, maybe maybe tolerance actually does make you stronger. Tolerance does make you stronger, but these idiots never get it. And no, I can I can understand ethno white nationalists going all white and say you know I don't want anything. Okay, blah, blah, but they're idiots. But what I don't understand is people like Andrew Tate or this chick Samina Khan. They're going like these guys are okay. Not Andrew Tate, but Samina, let's. I'm going to talk about Samina Khan in a minute. But there's so many of these people. You can see that, like all these Muslims. You know they. I don't understand. I, well, why would they glorify Putin and they be against Ukraine? I just don't get it. Well, because, okay, because Putin represents this global battle that their strongmen are in this global battle between um, uh, light and darkness that they, they envision, right? This, the battle between conservatives and liberals is considered to be something global between family values, everything wholesome, conservative structure, values, conservatism over degeneracy, right? And, and Putin has this philosophy that w during the Cold War, everything was imbalanced. Like he has a, th he had a Thanos kind of uh, yeah. mentality, like everything should be imbalanced, right? It should be equal, right? Yeah. So he doesn't even want to, um, he thinks that during, you know, the forces, he, he doesn't even completely believe that the liberalism should be defeated. He just thinks like liberalism and conservative values should be equal forces for them in the world fighting with each other, right? And the world, he thinks the world has become a wacky given that the Soviet Union, which was the main power that was fighting against this other superpower, was defeated. And now there's only one superpower. So these liberals, their, their views are becoming wackier and wackier and wackier because there's no competing force to basically keep that in check, right? Um, and he thinks Russia was should become, again, back to... So he doesn't think this is about Russia. His philosophy is about this is about saving the world. Like the values that is coming out of the West is so um, out of touch with the nature itself uh, that it will destroy the entire planet, right? So that's Putin's philosophy. And conservatives see that and see that Putin's battle is not just for Russia, but for the planet is to save conservative values, family values against all of this degeneracy that is coming out of liberalism and is basically destroying the core, the foundation of what builds a society. So when we talk about family values, we think like, oh, my God, these people constantly talk about family values. But for them, they, they think families are the bricks where society, where the entire society is made out of. And the people who are going for the values that is destroying the family, they, they, they do that while doing that. They're basically uh, rotting the whole thing from the core, right? And there, there's a lot of anti-Semitic conspiracy theories here too, which I'm not going to know because that will take a lot of time for me to get into. But um, there's a history. They think there's a history of, I don't know, Jewish people taking down empires. And right now, the only way to do that is by going after the family. So they think that, anyways. I'm not again. YouTube. These are not my thoughts. Um, these are. By the way, did you see Putin just made uh, more uh, things illegal when it comes to game it, um, LGBT content in Russia? He, he just he, came out that yeah. yeah. So so <laughs> uh, there's. A, but by the way, this is going to backfire because there's like most movies now have at least one gay character, right? Mm. Most video games like video games. So he's basically the new rules that he's coming up with. All the video games that has a single gay character is going to be outlawed in Russia. 
there's going to be promotion of LGBT. There, there's, there's almost no games left like that doesn't have an LGBT character. And this is going to the, the major po- uh, portion of Generation Z is uh, it needs their games, right? So this is going to make people <laughs> really angry if you ban all these games, you know. So I don't know. I think this is the best way for you to lose Generation Z if you want to ban all these games because they have LGBT stuff. He's so stupid, you know. Like, well, his worldview is so stupid that he he, he thinks that. Uh, uh, by the way, there's a channel called Fourteen Twenty. If you actually, uh, if you guys are interested, it's a it's, it's a very good channel uh, on YouTube where this Russian guy actually goes to ordinary Russians and actually talks to them, asks them uh, what, what do they think about the war, etc. So he's he's very brave. Um, so he um, he thinks that you know. To win, because majority of of Russians are poor, you know, outside of Moscow and Saint Petersburg and all these kind of like majority of Russians are poor. Um, so obviously, the poorer you are, the more religious or conservative you tend to be. So he appeals to those people every time something happens. Like I mean, he just recently made another statement about LGBTQ homophobic statements. It's like. I mean, shouldn't you be worried about what's happening in Ukraine? Shouldn't you be worried about, you know, like you're losing the war? But he thinks that, okay, it's that... the same battle for them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's that, yeah. So, and this people, the, okay, let's just, okay, yeah. Uh, this, that's so weird. That's so weird. That's actually a very good point, um, Harris, because more, a lot of people don't understand that being anti-LGBT and fighting Ukraine based on Putin's philosophy, these are part of the same fight. That's how bizarre this man's mind works. These are the same fight. I think it, uh, I think it's, there's, there's more strategy involved in that. Um, he 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 needs to because liberal people of any society tend to be smarter. They don't they don't fall into your crap, your uh, warmongering, your uh, you know radical laws or whatever. So. It's always easier to fool the conservative people <laughs> because, yeah, they have the same ideas. Look, look, look at the left, yeah? We we are always fighting amongst uh, amongst ourselves, you know? Like, we've got this radical left woke and then, you know, like, we've got classical liberals. It's like all kind of, but, but conservative people, like this woman that I showed you, this Barbie doll with, you know, this lipstick Muslim, she loves Russia because Putin is anti-woke and anti-LGBTQ. I mean, that's that alone is reason enough for these people to love him to admire him so anyway so I'm, I'll, I'll talk about it in detail i think once we're done yeah okay um okay let's go to this one uh the but our second question patreon question oh. what are your thoughts on tunisians uh, boycotting, boycotting the ballot on saturday Report said that less than nine percent showed up in wow. is democracy dead in tunisia nine percent that's horrible. Wow, you want to actually? This is this is the last, know. the last um, remaining hope for the Arab yeah, Spring for, for a lot Arab of people. Spring. Yeah. So Tunisia votes, but elections are already labeled a sham. Uh, in the run-up uh, to Saturday's elections, the atmosphere on the streets of the Tunisian capital Tunis was anything but hopeful. I will not participate in the poll because there is no credibility or transparency. Uh, Lofty, somebody said, a civil servant in Tunis said, told DW, adding that the elections are a sham uh, and the parliament will be uh, a body without powers. 
Yeah, so basically it became back as Tunisia apparently is going back to dictatorship after being only being the only country after for the Arab Spring that we had hope for. Uh, there was the initiator as well. There was the yeah, initiator but, of yeah, and and, and that yeah. confirms. I don't know. I think I don't know what your views are, and I this is why I I see that democracy is a weak form of government, but that's but but once but it it, it takes a long time to evolve and when it does evolve it is also the strongest form of government um yes look at what's happening in iran and like all these dictatorships or authoritarian totalitarian countries they're they're always scared of a revolution they're always one revolution away whereas democracies like united states no matter what happens it's going to constantly keep on evolving and the reason for that is there's no dictator there i mean Obama, no matter what happens, he is he cannot come back for the third term. He just can't. So there's going to be new blood. There's going to be new idea. There's going to be new person. Um, no matter how much you hate someone's face or someone's guts for being your president, you can just wait for him to be voted out. And, and the country keeps on moving forward. So it, democracies take a long time to evolve. But I, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I hope this... Um, yeah, I hope I hope it it survives. Yeah, I don't know. Well, okay, so I will. I'm gonna give you guys some hope. Okay, even though it might be difficult. Okay, I think it's too soon to judge. Okay, um, and I will give you one example. And I know this is not comforting, but just to show you the potential. Okay, and I use this example time and time and again. Okay, the French Revolution. A few decades after the French Revolution, if you looked at it and asked people if this revolution was successful, it was the answer would have been a clear no. no. All right. After Napoleon the French then. Revolution, yeah, not not even before Napoleon, people were chopping heads like there was no tomorrow. It, it was the, the streets were filled with blood. Everywhere people were being executed. The values and ideals of the French Revolution, which were the Enlightenment values which was one of it was supposed to be valuing human humanity, humanism, valuing human life, free speech, and all of that went out the window completely because people's, people were being their, having their heads chopped off after the revolution because of their opinions, right, all the time. Even the people who were responsible for the revolution, their heads were being constantly chopped off, okay? It was a mass, I think it was a record in history about how many people's heads were being chopped off per day, right? Uh, so there's, there was a sea of blood. Yeah. Yeah, there was a sea of blood. Uh, they had to come up with a guillotine to make it faster. Um, but even after that, the result was Napoleon came to power, which was a bigger dictator than the king that they had removed. So they didn't even get democracy. So if you look at all of that, you're like, okay, that was a bad mistake. We shouldn't even have done the French Revolution, right? But if you then looked at the French Revolution 150 or 200 years after the French Revolution, you can see that not only it was the most beneficial thing to France that it has ever happened, it was one of the, it was the most beneficial thing to the world. The whole world is a better place because of the French Revolution. The Enlightenment values have spread all across the world. You know, like Japan is a superpower, economic superpower. Look at South Korea, look at Taiwan, look at Australia, right? To look at United States. United States is a superpower right now because of the French Revolution. United States is a superpower because of the French Revolution. Look at Canada. These are all because of the French Revolution. So if you had a longer time horizon, you see like maybe you... May, we're There's a bit of a different break. debate on that. I, I, I want to pick your brains on that. 
because because I, I see there's there's a debate on that where people say it's not the French Revolution. We can't give credit for liberal democracies to French Revolution uh, as much as we need to give it to the American Revolution. Um, so they work hand in how, hand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But American Revolution yeah. came before the French Revolution. So yes, uh, but the, but wait. So wait, no. The American Revolution was influenced by the French Enlightenment. Yes, very that's much. The, so. Yeah, that's correct. Yeah, yeah that's correct. Yeah. So, so that's yeah. where they relate the two, and you know, like Americans say, "No, hang on a second, it's us, like uh, the greatest document ever written," and blah blah blah, which, which is fine. Like, uh, I guess again, it, it, it um, but there are two camps. Yes, who some go with French Revolution, and some go with the American Revolution, and all that. Yeah. Well, to be fair, I'm when I talk about the French Revolution, I'm not just talking about the bloody part. I'm talking about yeah. the idea part Leading, that comes before uh, it as Enlightenment, well. yes. The Enlightenment. Voltaire and all of that, yeah. Yes, everything, yes. Right. Um, yeah, so I think maybe like, you know, when you, when you have your go at uh, democracy, it, it doesn't go like, oh, let's push for democracy and you topple the dictator and then you get democracy. It might take a couple of waves, right? Like right now, for example, what you're seeing in Iran, okay, um, started more than 100 years ago, okay? Iran was one of the first countries, along with Turkey, that made a major push for democracy. In Iran, we called it the Constitutional Revolution, the Engelabe Mashute. Uh, that experiment with trying to push the kings to become more democratic and having a parliament, okay? So the, the protests that you're seeing in Iran, so if you look at that first revolution, you could like, oh, it, it failed. Like, we didn't have a proper democracy, right? But this is a longer-term project, right? So the protests that we're right, right now seeing in Iran happening is a continuum of something that started 100 years ago. So don't give up on democracy if the first couple of waves and pushes don't work. Like, this is like mm. a... 100 year or 200 year project eventually for you to get like look at europe europe didn't get like it's when the ideas of democracy first came until europe became democratic it didn't it didn't take a few decades it took like 100 or 200 years so we like don't give up and don't push for it if it fails you ha we have to keep pushing for it okay we it will is get the best there. system it, it is the yeah. best system. And I think what, what, what you're trying to say is like, okay, so a lot of people get disheartened and they say, well, let's see, democracy doesn't... And I've heard this argument in Pakistan as well. A lot of people say, well, maybe we need a strong man, strong dictator, because, you know, our country, our people are so um, so devious and so uncivilized. And, and by the way, oh, there you go. Ibn Qayyum was actually... He, he was getting angry with me. This is a very common argument in Pakistan. They say this is meaning these... Um, these people need to be caned. This is a very common sentiment in Pakistan who are very anti-democratic. And that's the reason why they actually love military dictators sometimes. Musharraf was very popular. So they, the argument is, that, well, they're so uncivilized. We're not civilized enough for a democracy. So, And then some people like us come in and say, no, no, no. We, we can also be civilized. We can also be good, just like everyone else. Don't talk yourself down. Um, but let it let it evolve. So, you know, and, and this is what we worry in Pakistan since 1947. We've had some sort of a democracy going. Yes, we've had military intervention, but nothing as bloody or brutal like what happened in Iran or in some other places as well. So, um, so yeah, that's what I'm saying, that don't give up on democracy. You can't give up on democracy. It takes, like, it's like a little seedling. You have, you've just thrown it. You, you just need to let it, you know, sp sp 
spring out and you know sprout out and then it's going to turn into a big strong tree look at it look at the united states or all these western countries even germany like you were talking about french revolution but even germany look at this how was it like 75 years ago they gave after the first world war they gave democracy a chance and it failed and then look who came and look what he did and then again, look at another. That's a Germany. great example. Good job. And, That's a great and, example. Yeah. And Germany ended up becoming a like it's still an economic superpower. It's a third or fourth, third largest democ uh, economy, I think, in in terms. Of it's the biggest. It's the biggest economy in Europe. In Europe, yeah, definitely. But I think it's the third. I think it's after China. It's, it's the biggest. Uh, no, after I, China is Japan. No, I think Japan's gone down. Oh, okay. I think so. World's largest democracy. Oh, sorry, economy. 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 There you go. Uh, top 50 largest economy. Oh, oh yeah. Uh, okay. One place is saying, oh, yeah, you're right. Japan is 4.9 trillion. Germany is 4.2 trillion. Okay. Well, why do I keep hearing that Japan is going down? Anyway, okay. Let's just go with that. Japan is Japan is not going down. Japan is going up slower. No, they're going down. going down. No, like long-term GDP. Okay, here. GDP. Are they... Is isn't the population negative and whenever there's population negative the economy actually shrinks by the way before you okay, so well, okay it's actually up. going up you know if you look at it long term they're always going up like maybe one year to go down but like long term they're still going up they're going up very slowly slower than other places but they're still okay. going up so a lot of people like for them to go down you need to have more old recession over and over again you don't have recession okay. so i i didn't want to talk about this but it just came up when you were talking about something so it just came up in my search feed a lot a lot of these conservative idiots you know like i mean I, I have nothing but contempt and at the same time pity for these conservatives you know look at the arguments that they bring they bring the same arguments that they used to have like a thousand years ago you know core family system blah 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 man and a woman and a woman's role and a man's role and blah 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 um and now it comes down to like ah look at this their uh, populations are shrinking because they're not making babies and why because like ikachu said it proudly that, oh, if you give women freedom, I'm paraphrasing him, but this is exactly what he meant. Go and look up my debate with him. If you if you give women freedom, then they're not going to make babies for you. Uh, okay. And we have to respect that. I don't care. You know, we have to respect that. If your solution is that I need to subjugate a woman in order to uh, make babies out of her, like they do in Islam or Muslim countries. Um, Andrew Tate, I think, just recently said something like, uh, if you don't have 10 babies with four different wives, then you are... A beta male or something like that. <laughs> I want to, if I ever see him, I'm going to say, was your dad a beta male? How many Bugattis he had? <laughs> oh, is your brother a kickboxing champion? Or is he a beta male? You know, like his logic is so stupid. Anyway, before I digress. Wait, have you heard of... So Andrew Tate you, is, Andrew, you said Andrew Tate's logic are stu stupid? Yeah. <laughs> okay, wait. So you agree with me then? Because I, I used to say Andrew no, Tate is stupid. No, you said Andrew Tate is stupid. I'm saying he's okay. He, overall, he's, he's not as stupid. Yeah, we spoke. Our, his arguments are stupid. Okay. Yeah, his arguments are very stupid. But but look, people are a collection of ideas. Yeah, like I mean, you can be like Elon Musk, for example. Nobody can say he's an idiot. But look, he's just getting petty with bogged down with freaking journalists. He's having an argument with, and he's he, like, oh, I'm gonna block, suspend your account. Like he's he's acting like a spoiled child so anyway we'll he talk is, about that he's stupid in some ways I mean, yeah but he's intelligent he's brilliant in others so so there you go okay so have you heard of this artificial womb thing no i like it though what is it you know this is it this is a solution to world's declining population 
You and you and your missus. I don't think to... the world. Yeah. Okay. No, I'm. I'm just saying again. Like, I don't think. I mean, I, this is what I asked that when it... he get you. That what, what's the ideal population? Eleven billion, ten billion, six billion, four billion. What is it? So that's just a capitalistic argument that our economy, our, our population, needs to keep on growing at a certain rate so we can keep growing our economies. But anyway, um, but I'm saying these idiots. Well, technically, stupid. technically, technically, um, I okay. Here's the thing: the population not growing after some certain level uh, level of economic development is actually a good thing if we open for immigration, right? Yeah, so yeah, it's, only a, yeah. it's only population. That, so countries where they economically develop, um, they start, they're, they're going to have a population problem, okay? They're not going to have enough kids at some point. Uh, and if they didn't have xenophobia, if they opened their borders, the fact that they have less children benefits the world because this is actually a really good transfer of wealth and scales if these richer countries require immigration from poorer countries, okay, to offset because these poorer countries, a lot of them have too much population. The richer countries have too little population, and you could fix both of the problem. And at the same time, the people in poorer countries where they are uh, behind when it comes to wealth and education. They when they come and migrate to these richer countries, they take a lot of those skill set and a lot of that wealth back to their original countries, and it helps everybody, okay? The solution to all of this pro these problems are immigration. So oh, yeah. you, don't need, you don't need women in European countries or North American countries to have yeah, more babies. You just need to yeah. open the borders. Yeah but, then, yeah, but then they also say, you know, then it, it also comes with a whole host of problems with people bringing their own values, backward primitive values. So you need to... Just but just do by if you if you do by scales first of all if you have good screening criteria um then vetting process hmm? vetting vetting process vetting, it's a, if you good if you have a good vetting process then no because all the benefits from bringing more immigration in revenue is so much more than the cost of the vetting process right so all you need is a good vetting process and you should just bring immigrants yeah, bring skilled I, I, labor I say that all the time, but I think in 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 this current environment of uh, political correctness, do you think it's uh, you know this far leftist crazy wokes would say, oh, you can't ask a Muslim immigrant applicant that? Do you think it's okay to marry you a nine-year-old child? Yeah, okay. Well, I mean, you, well, you, yeah, but like, why did you ask me that question? Why did you tell, not ask that tell, Hindu guy tell, that question? Tell them, okay, the same leftist people are so so much uh, into. LGBT activism that you could make that part of the yeah, criteria. I, I, right. I, I reckon. So I reckon should, yeah, no, no, I, I, I agree. I think this wokeism is a temporary problem. This is not that big of a problem. It's uh, it, it it is curable. I genuinely believe it is curable. I don't think it's good. So 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 the left needs to stop fighting amongst each other. Otherwise, these idiots that I'm going to talk about next, um, you know, they they're just taking us for a ride. But their logic is so stupid and pathetic that it's just like every every. Every word that comes out of their mouth, every logic that comes out of their mouth, it's like it's it's a face palm moment. Um, but anyway, I was I was talking about um, artificial wombs, and I found a video, but unfortunately it has music. I just realized maybe I, I don't want to run the risk of playing that video. So look it up. This is actually quite interesting. So within ten years, some scientists are predicting that we will be able to grow a baby, a fetus from scratch, in an outside environment. This is like so good. I I used to I used to tell people that that would. I used to tell that people too. 
I used to yeah. say that all the time. Like in, in Matrix, like we'll grow people in farms, like if we have to. I said, like, imagine if you you have it in the, your living room. Like, imagine if there's yeah, like you come and you see it every day. Yeah, he'll be out, he'll like, be out in eight months' time. How isn't he cute? Yeah, like, like, yeah, oh, just like a little one. Like, <laughs> and the, the good thing is that imagine like you, you have it in your living room and your the fetus is growing in the living room and you bring guests and they, they see it and they bring presents. Oh, that's the baby who's going to come to life. Oh, he's your heir yeah. to your throne. <laughs> but but the, another, thing is, about, another good thing about growing a fetus in like an outside room is that you could really control the environment. You could make sure that everything is perfect like because a mother has to eat this eat that have a good diet right like exercise just to make sure the right hormones are pumping in her veins right but when you have like a fetus like what if she's like what what if the mother is in a polluted city and she's like Mm -hmm. because you know smoking is bad for the for the fetus but so is being around an environment where there's air pollution but now we don't have to worry about that the fetus is an environment that's completely controlled and you could completely set everything, all the nutritions that she needs, because it's really hard to give the mother the perfect diet that is also a good diet, for, like good for the fetus as well. But now we can make sure all the nutrition the fetus needs is exactly perfect around the environment. That she I always, to. I always said that. Um, by the way, the immigrant argument. Come on, you you heard that from me first time, or you actually thought about it yourself as well? In my, I mentioned that argument in Daniel Hakikachu debate. That, that you know like uh, no, I, I, really no I talked about this like 10 years ago okay and, okay, uh, okay, okay, okay okay yeah it's, it's a common argument okay so it, it but, can come together but this one like I always used to say like as you said that you used to think about this too that all uh, kids growing um I I, I used to think I, I used well. to think about this because my mom here's the thing because I feel like crap because I damaged my mother when I when yeah she you said that story yeah yeah that's why I was thinking about like giving having an outside womb now tell your freaking story because when we put the clip out, then people will be like, "Oh, well, why do you feel bad? Why, why do you, what do you feel bad? Well, why, why, why do you?" No, no, like my mom had permanent. No, my mom, my mom gave when she gave birth to me, I, I gave permanent damage, and she had pain all her life because of my birth. That's oh. all. That's not, yeah. Oh, oh no, I, I didn't think of that. I, I thought, I thought you were talking about you asked your mom to come to Canada when she was sick and you can go. No, no, no. I'm not talking about it. I'm talking about the process of birth. Right, right. Like, I get it. I, I get it. Now. I, as, I remember as a kid hearing, knowing this, like my mom going to the hospital always and she is in pain. And as a kid, I felt guilty. I was like, I did this to her. Like yeah. I did this to my mother. So, right. So I'm like this, this concept of an outside womb really appeals to me because of that, that uh, history I have with my mother. I, 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 okay, so good. So I, I've been saying this to a, to Pakistani crowd for years now um, that, oh, you know, they say, oh, look, the West, you know, family system is broken down. That's why nobody makes babies. And there's another obsession. It's like, oh, nobody knows who, who, who the daddy is. <laughs> so you know, that's an obsession with all that. I'm sure you might have heard that in some Iranian people as well. So I used to say, well, eventually, science, because science track record is very good, science would be able to make these babies. Uh, I didn't call it artificial womb or something, but I said I w- would be able to grow babies in a farm like um, l- l- like we saw in Matrix, yeah? So, um, and then the state would take res- over the responsibility. So if you don't want to have a baby, your wife doesn't want to have a baby because you want to keep traveling or whatever, fine. But then the state would be like, okay, so 100,000 people are going to die, so we need to k- replenish the um, the population, so we're going to have, we're going to grow 100,000 babies this year. And then it would have new challenges. 
it would also have new challenges, Armin. Like, okay, the the whole this this one conservatives are so fucking idiot. They say that, oh, you know, that system is going, we need to hold on to it. No, if that goes, something better comes along. So, for example, in this scenario, 100,000 babies grown in the, these artificial wombs. Oh, but ah, that's horrible. Who's their mom and dad? How are they going to experience mom and dad? Okay, well, we're going to create a, we're going to create a, 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 a generation without mom and dad. And guess what? If we give them all the care that they need, and there might be some experiences, experiments along the way as well, like whether do we really, really need personalized mom and dad experience you know maybe we have nurses we all the time no no but we have nurses i'm just saying i'm just saying hear me out what kind of a generation will grow we will whatever you're saying we do need mom and dad because we're looking at our current precedents we have no other precedents we have we have kids who grow up in orphanages as well okay let's just go with that yeah they were horrible it's horrible yeah 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 but no no but that that has been improving as well this, if yeah, but it's, it's never gotten close to having a mom and dad. I, I, I don't, I don't, I don't think so. It's I, I sent you the study by yes. the way that when, when I sent you the study by the way when we were talking about people growing up in broken houses versus people having. But the same study that showed the same thing, huh? I no, mean, no, I that study, no, that study showed that new data is coming on with stable dual family dual houses kids that's mm-hmm. they didn't used to look at it like that they they always had majority of cases of absentee parents one of one parent is absent or one parent is you know abusive mm-hmm. or something so dual parents yes so dual houses so like di- joint custody divided custody people looking at it in some areas kids with dual houses scored better than the nuclear family in so, some areas but an yeah, average but, but, yeah but it, yeah no 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 the Read that study. It, it, it's not as bad as you as you think. Like all the prior, it actually details all the literature, and there's an outline in it. It actually details prior studies, and it actually tells you what we have been seeing up until you know two thousands of uh, what the study mechanism had been. Every, I mean, I don't know. Every study I've looked at shows that dual parents. Yeah, look, read that one. Read that one. That'll change your point. That, that'll change your view. Because I always believe that that would actually make sense, and I and, and it's not like I found it after that. I actually did look it up before that as well. And that, that kind of made Can me, you send it to me right now? Like, uh, it's a pretty long study, man. Like, just scroll up a little I bit. Just I, just wanna, to... I, I just scrolled up. It's not going all the way up for some uh, reason. Okay, okay, okay. okay. All right, let me... Let me, let me oh, wait. Let me... You, did you send it in the group chat or the... Because I could just read the conclusion part. I don't need to read the entire Yeah, you can read the conclusion part. Okay, yeah. But but even the conclusion part is just... Okay, That that's pretty long as well. Okay, where is it? Oh, no, hang on. Why am I looking? Oh, no, I'm not looking at some. I'm looking at someone else's. Okay, did you find it? Oh, no, I can't go. Okay, give me a sec. Yeah, I see. It can't go up. I can't go up either. No, no, I, I, give, give, look, give me a sec. Let me, let me. It's too long. Anyways, let's, do, I, let's do a separate I think one. we... Okay, I don't think... Okay, I don't... Why? I, don't I can't think, go with this one either. Oh, no, that's it. Yeah, I can't go with this just one. Just find the study. On the other one. I'll find the how study. About, how about we start, look at the study... Separately. Um, yeah, yeah, look at the study. Yeah, we'll, we'll look at the study separately. Uh, I I really do. I um I don't think you want to study. Um, you you want to run experiments on babies, like have like a farm of babies and grow them with nurses to see how it turns out. I think you it will. would be. It would be bizarre to. I don't think like that would work. I mean, I our brain evolutionary, our brains have been probably fit for at least extended families maybe not nuclear families but extended families 
We'll have yeah, that's why we'll have full time cares of uh, carers. There wouldn't be you a need a, you need a few individuals as a child to associate with a stable part of your life, not nurses that come in. Yeah, the li- yeah, life as we know it. Did you send so, it to me? No, I can't find it. It's uh, oh. we'll, we'll talk about we'll, we'll talk about it. Later, I suspect let, let, I suspect the study is not saying what you're saying it is. That's what I suspect. Oh my god! So. <laughs> Sexual jihadist folder. Let me see where it is. I. I, I did I, did I send okay. it to you, Armin Amabi? That was three weeks ago, yeah, when we spoke about it. Yeah, yeah, I don't know why I can't find it there. Anyways, well, let's look, look at it. Now I have to now screw this. Let's bore these people to death until I With find studies. it. With studies? You guys want to look at studies? We'll look at studies. Yeah, there you go. We'll do that. General of Family Study. There you go. Send it is, it. by the way, there. Um, I'm in the I'm, I'm, He's online. There you go. Now you want to go through it all together. Children and dual residences. There you go. Define dual uh, residences. Yeah, yeah. So one oh, mom, okay. mom's house, dad's house. Okay, here. Here. Okay. 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 Um, abstract dual residence is a post divorce living arrangement where children spend up to 50% of their time in each parent's household after separation or, or divorce. Reflecting, is there a conclusion part? It's pretty long, man. I told you, this is the, no, I just want to look at the conclusion. It, it, it's results, even that's pretty long. It, okay. it because it yeah. compares a lot of other studies, it's pretty long. You need to, read. no, no, it's not that, it's not that long. It's not that long. Okay, results. Uh, a total of 111 studies were selected from the current study. The first study in a sample was published in 1984, and since then, the field has grown sub, uh, substantially. The analysis shows that six papers were published in the 1980s, seven in the 1990s, 19... Okay, where is the conclusion here? It's, it's pretty long. The definition long. of the... Yeah. No, I, I, it's not long. I just wish it's it long. to the point. It's long. I'm telling the you, definition. there's so many variables. Oh, my God. Just let me... It's longer if you don't let me read it. Uh, Okay. There you go. In the it. current study, okay, here the remaining on the category study. Okay, although themes. Okay, I just want to understand it. Right. In the current study, sixteen of the selected studies were categorized as meta studies or reviews significant from the studies. Uh, significant for these studies was that their aims were limited to a specific topic within a dual residence. For example, children, children's well-being, children's adjustment, quality studies. Why are you not telling me the answer? In addition to most of these were small studies, okay? Meta studies also often did not disclose. It's just telling you what the studies were. It, it like, tells you. It tells you. I don't have, remember exactly. Although it may also paragraph. be. This is what I told you. Scroll down, it's even a lot longer. It, it, Wait, it, is... it, it goes into the prior oh, studies. Guess. One of the studies that you might have oh, actually read. It, it goes study by study. So it, it's very long. I remember reading all of that, but I can't remember it now. Okay, like, hold I mean, on. Let's just go here. Let's go to the last part of. No, that's okay. Policy, no. Okay, this yeah, study. Why can't you just tell me what the study shows? God damn it! A review of ten quality studies. Based, maybe, maybe in the discussion part. Taking the topic as a whole, our current knowledge is based on slightly more than a hundred studies exploring the issue of dual. Yes, that's a good. Uh, 
published over 35 a time during which many political and legislative changes have taken place the aim of this review was twofold to analyze the research field during this period in terms of when where how and by whom the research has been conducted as well as to identify current knowledge and yeah. knowledge next gap. next paragraph okay. next paragraph next paragraph next paragraph okay next paragraph. okay jesus christ since the first studies were published more than 30 years ago the knowledge base about children in dual residence arrangement has grown consistently consi considerably jump. in general children living in nuclear families are better off in a number really? of health related aspects okay so there you go however okay jeez calm down god damn it however <laughs> <laughs> okay. However, if parents, you tell me to come down. However, if parents separate, children appear to profit from dual residence arrangements if they are of the cooperative, communitive, yes. low conflict, and nonviolent. Okay, this is obvious. And the children are above the age of four. Okay, that's obvious. Yeah. Um, when it comes to children below the age of four, research is yet to. Okay. Many studies have shown that children in dual residence arrangements report better well-being and mental health than children who live mostly or only with one parent. Okay, of course, many have many studies have shown that children in dual residence arrangements report better well-being and mental health than children who live mostly or only with one parent. Okay, this is not contradicting what I'm saying. Some qualitative studies. Okay, so far, so far. It's not telling read, you. Read more. Read more. There's more in it. Okay. Some qualitative some qualitative studies suggest that certain core conditions, such as division of responsibility, parents' cooperation, family communication, need to be in place for a beneficial outcome for children, while others argue for similar conditions but do not put it as a prerequisite. Research based on interviews with children are aligned that it is crucial that parents give priority to children's well-being over their own needs and interests and that parents are able to communicate and exchange information regarding children's daily life. Additional positives are geographic closeness to both homes and inclusions of the children's perspective perspectives in the living arrangement. Do you still want me to read more? Because none of this says what there, you're saying. No, well, well, how? How? It does say up there. It doesn't no. say more than that. But oh, my God. You didn't understand. You didn't I did, understand. I did. You didn't understand what it's saying, I think. Okay, it's actually However, telling... if parents separate, I know I, I know what you're going to say, but listen to this. Wait, However, what am I going to say? No, no, what am I going to say? You're going to say that children in nuclear family are better off than single parents, yeah? Or, or uh, separated parents, Okay, right? what, what, what did say. we read so far? Wait, 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 wait. Okay, read. Yeah, that's what you're going to say, yeah? Well, that was your central no. premise. That yes, children and... in nuclear family are better off than separated families, right? Yes. Yes. And then I told you that those separated studies are actually of single parents and not of. No, you didn't the, talk about what we just read. Yeah. Why are you talking about something else? What we just read, what however, just told you. I'm making, I'm making it. I'm you're, making, not, I'm, you're not I'm, listening. I'm, I'm, yeah, because you're asking me a question. I need to speak rather than listen. You ask me, you ask me what, what I'm going to say. However, if parents separate, children appear to profit from dual residence arrangement, regardless yes. of definition of the, of the cooperative. So my argument was, initially my argument was that oh children, God. when they do separate, if they have cooperative uh, dual residency, cooperative parents, it's okay. It no, says, then you don't understand what you're reading then. 
Can I translate it for you? Sure. Okay. It's so it's saying when you have dual re residentship, it's better than when you are living mostly with one parent. And it's giving you the conditions to make it better. So you have basically let me let me make this simple, okay? You have nuclear family, the best, parents separated, children living with only one parent down here. Okay, maybe if I read more, maybe it will give me something maybe else. More, I've, I've read okay, more but let me finish a sentence for Brian. I got it. I got it. Nuclear family, cooperative parents, single parents. Yeah, got it. Yeah, that's what you're no, saying. No, let me explain to other people because just because you got it, that yeah, doesn't you mean said other that people you, got it. You said that. Let me explain to you. Okay, like, but let me let me idiot. other people. Okay, but let me other people. Let me, yes, right. because so far you you said that you. No. Right now you got it. Oh my no, God! You don't I let said. me speak. You don't you're let accusing, me speak. You're accusing me to understand let, this. Let, okay, let okay, other okay, people okay, understand okay, what okay. accusation I'm at least I'm making. Okay, let let okay, people understand okay. what is the accusation, okay, right? Okay, you go. Okay. So go. my accusation was that you said that so far what we read, maybe something else will come up that says something else, right? You claim that so far what we have read shows that children living with separated parents could have the same kind of as as good as living with nuclear family that parents are living at the same same together that's what your claim was i'm like that's not what this study is saying this study is saying that even though nuclear family is the best option we can still get better than when parents are separated and the kid is living with, only with one parent you could have dual residentship where the kid goes between the mother and the father like sometimes living with the mother sometimes living with the father and that makes things a bit better. And it also gives you a certain other condition, certain other suggestions where how it could make it things better for the child. Not as it doesn't say it goes all the way as being good as a nuclear family. It just tells you that you could make it better. So far, it hasn't told you that it will be as good as a nuclear family. So now if you understand it, this is different with what you were claiming the study was saying before. So do you want you me to read, read maybe? You haven't read it all. Okay. That's what I said so far. Yeah, because yeah, you said so far. so far it already has said it. Well, No, it I didn't hasn't. say it. I didn't say that so far it's already said it. You said that. no. No, you, I didn't say that. You said even what you've I, read. Okay, go back and listen to what you yeah, said. Yeah, well, okay. I, think, I, I did not say so far. So maybe, <laughs> I agree. I agree. Maybe now if you continue reading, maybe it will say that it could be as... I, I, I remember what I read. I, I, I remember what? this. The, okay, the certain, I agree. I agree. Elements. I agree. Maybe if you, I'm trying to maybe find if that. you continue reading, we'll I'm see. I'm trying okay. to find that. Well, the finding from this review points... This is why I said this is not something to be done live. You know, this is not supposed to be done live. This is why I sent it to you three weeks ago to read it. I told you that maybe we, you want to do this next week. Like, no, no you, you, you said you, just, you said that there might be something in it which uh, they might. It, you it just, doesn't have what I just, say that there is. So that's why I said okay. You just said let's okay. Because let's you, do it live then. Because okay, you said okay. that I'm not let showing it to you because it doesn't have it. You're not going to read all of it. No, you can't read all of it. That's so stupid. I'm reading the rest of the conclusion. I want to talk discussion. Okay, so Wait, do you want to continue reading it? Or do well, you I, can't, I, can't, you I can't read it all because I, I know there were studies from, uh, they give references to Australian studies, Switzerland studies, there's so much more. And there's the, the certain um, indicators in which they're better than the nuclear family. Like, I can't freaking find that. Maybe I need to look up this nuclear I, family, but there'll be so many words. I I, I very uh, much doubt that. Sure, sure okay. Okay.
Do you want to not do this live or do you want to do this live? Make it this. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Let me see. So, see, so you want to do it live, depending on whether or not you find uh, something. <laughs> no, because now I'm. There it is. There's broadcast of the children living in nuclear families are less prone to illness. Okay, this is good, but occasionally. So you want to do it live if you find if if you do find something Shut up. that. <laughs> all right well i'm gonna read the rest of it. so far nearly all empirical studies on dual residents have had cross-sectional uh, okay. sectional design not allowing for examining potential causal relationships studying the relationship between living arrangement and children's well-being is complex tax task because the there might be many unknown factors behind decisions about living ar arrangements with longitudinal long, long studies, it would be uh, possible to account for such potential pre-separation. Uh, oh, yeah. If you do this long, uh, longitudinal, that would actually suggest causation, not just correlation. Differences as well as changes over time. More broadly, research is also needed to uh, study potential. There you, there you go. There you go. Found it. Come on. All right. Let me share my Where? screen now. Let me do that. You know, just fucking saying that you know your shit. So now it's a good now it's a good idea Listen to up. check this Whoa. live. No, no. Yeah, because yeah, because I, I didn't want to go through it and ha ha having to find I it. Can't okay. Read. Here we go. Okay. I can't uh, read you'll outcomes. read it. Okay. Give me give me a second. Okay, so it goes from here. So the outcomes. For dual residence, children are often compared to those of children living in other post-divorce arrangements, but occasionally also to those living in nuclear families. Okay, Now, there is a broad consensus that children living in nuclear families are less prone to illness and maladjustment. Now, this is a common belief than those with separated or divorced parents. Easy, blah, 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 so and so, so many studies. This is what I was referring to. One common explanation is that divorce results in loss of the relationship with one parent, often the father, and reduces the financial, social, and emotional resources of the non-resident part. However, this explanation does not take into account the growing number of children in dual residence arrangements. Now, it gets more open than that as well. So, but I want you to wait, focus. Wait, on wait, here. wait. Go back. No, go no, back, no, go no, back. no, no. Just I, listen. No, to me. I didn't understand. Okay. No, no. We have to go back because I didn't. However, the However, loss of the relationship. No, no. Wait yeah. a second. I want to understand what is being said. Loss of the one parent and reduces the financial, social, social, and emotional resources on the non-resident parent. Okay. Okay. Good. So, however, so mm -hmm. so this is like this is a common explanation. Yeah, we're up to here. Mm -hmm. uh, common explanation that nuclear families are better. Blah blah blah. However, mm -hmm. this explanation does not take into account the growing number of children in dual mm -hmm. residence arrangements. Okay. Now, th now this is emphasizing here that these conditions, yes, this growing and all these studies, 2010, 2014, 2006, blah blah blah. They had others, yes, uh, um, and that was a common belief where both parents continue to share the care of the child, albeit in two separate homes. Consequently, one could ask whether dual residence might mitigate these negative effects of separation. This is my argument. Right. Yeah, this For actually proves my point. Actually. No, no, wait a second. It doesn't prove your point yet. For children in dual residence arrangement, there is largely consensus among researchers that children in dual residence arrangement are equally well okay, or often better off in several ways, health risk, etc., than children living with... Okay, sorry, this is one parent only. This has been shown... I think it goes back to the same one. Um, this has been shown in numerous studies from different countries, blah, 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 blah. 
however, the consensus is only val valid when there is no... Okay, I think it goes back to the same part, discussion part. But sorry, my point here, the argument, I think I have to find that another... There was a list of Australian studies as well. I'll find it later. But this is the argument yeah. that this researcher is also saying that one could ask whether dual residents might mitigate these effects of separation. Oh my God, this actually shows what I'm saying. Do you want me to explain this to you? Sure, sure, sure. Go for it. Okay. First of all, better than what? Better than one parent only. Oh my God, Harris, you don't understand what you're no, reading. No, 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 However, okay, this, it's, no. No, no, no. Look it, at it's, what you just read. About, it's, it's talking about nuclear families. It's talking me, about, it's oh, saying oh, that, no, no, no. Okay. okay, you don't let me, you don't let me speak. There is so broad consensus. No, I can not, explain okay. this to you, but you were not going to let me. I can explain okay, sure. this to you. Okay, you explain. I, I think I know what you're going to say, but you're understanding it incorrectly. Here, this is not talking about with one parent only. Later on, it is. Here it is, but here it's not. I understand that. Okay, I understand okay. the okay, first part and the part. second part. Okay? okay, explain the first part. Okay. So first of all, when you got very excited about the second part, because you, you were reading, oh, it's better off. You were, you're, you were going, you're getting so excited because you, you were reading, you said, you were saying it was <laughs> better off in several ways. And like, Grab oh my God, it. here's a, you're like, this is the line that shows everything. But then instead of saying better than nuclear family, it went and says better than no, no, no. children living that, with yeah, one parent. Yeah, but that was not the right. killer line that you were looking for because you, I saw no, how excited you were. Okay, this is a clear, so I clear agree. Line. I agree. I agree that dual citizen, dual residency, is better than one single. Parent. Obviously, it's better than one parent. Yes. Okay, so the first part, the first part is saying that the superiority of nuclear family cannot be explained by the familiarity of a child with, with with a lack of familiarity of a child with one parent right because in because in dual residence residentship parenthood okay where the child is familiar with both parents that inferiority with the nuclear family is still there so the dual residentship with a child does not have the negative element of the child not knowing one of their parents, like the one parent yeah. only kind of, right? So given yeah. that the dual residentship doesn't have that, then you cannot say that the reason, go up a little bit, the reason why uh, you see maladjustment when it comes to non-nuclear family children, that cannot explain it because you see that in both dual residentship and one parent family as well. So this actually shows that, yes, nuclear family is still superior to both, but the reason might not be because you're not familiar with both parents. The reasons might be something else. It's explained by other things. That's what this is saying. So what does this line mean? Consequently, one could ask whether dual residents might mitigate these negative effects of separation. So, yes. okay, so it's talking about the separation part, right? So, so, right. so that only happens like if, if the separation has already happened. So yes, okay, so it okay, will fair it's obviously okay. mitigated. Mm. It will mitigate it. It makes it better, but it doesn't make it as good as a nuclear family. Right. Okay. So, um, so so this is equal better off than single parent. This has been shared in numerous studies from different countries. Blah 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 blah. However, the consensus is only valid when there is no ongoing conflict. I think we've you've already spoken about this. Parents are able to cooperate. Um, in the in, in the case of a great parental conflict and for. Very young children, the benefits of dual residence have been disputed and have been divided, 
have divided researchers into two camps, advocates and opponents. Okay, so this is just talking about between single versus double, yeah? Is that what, you, is that what you're saying? Or is that, yeah, but one is parent that, versus dual residentship. Yeah, one, yeah. so mm -hmm. regarding young children, hang on. Where's African Australia? Okay, uh, I'll I'll come back next week. May, hey, here's the thing. I will still admit uh, that maybe another uh, part of the study will show that nuclear family is as good as dual residentship. Okay, but so far what we have read has not shown that. But may, yeah, uh, like I am, I yeah. I, I, I think no. You know what? I I could be wrong now because because I'm thinking. I think this is. But, but there was Australian study as well. There was what's that study? Why can't I find that? I was was it the. Would it be Anyways, nuclear? The, the lesson Australian? is that if you are separated, if you if you are separated from your partner, okay. The lessons for uh, this is actually a valuable study. I didn't know what the let me, let me admit something, okay. So so I don't come off as uh, gloating. Winner, stuff, okay. I yeah, I don't want to gloat and stuff too much. <laughs> so I just want to say that I didn't know that there are like that there are ways to mitigate the harms from separation, right? So this is a study that shows like, okay, if you're, even though the nuclear family is the best option, uh, do not think like, oh my God, it's the end of the world for my child because I've separated yes, from my wife. That's my okay? point. Thank okay, you. Okay. So <laughs> there are ways to make it uh, easier on the child, including dual residentship, right? So do not be, um, make sure that the child is seeing the mother and the father uh, almost equally, like 50-50. You know, so the child is living half of the time with the mother, half of the time with the father, so that it, it the, the both of the parents are present in the child's life. Yes. So that's the takeaway from the study. That's a good takeaway. So, so it's not the end of the world. That's that's the key word. Yes. Right. So yeah. it can be mitigated. The, the full negative harm could be mitigated. Yes. The separated parents' dual condition yes. or whatever, that, that'd be all right. Okay. Yes, yes. Be right. present. If you if you have left your significant other, be present in your child's life, okay? Yes. And don't be like just the weekends for the father, the rest of the week for the mother. Let me try to make it 50-50. I think 50-50 is not realistic. I think this dual one probably means, you know, uh, a living arrangement kind of like the weekend one because, um, yeah, I know it's probably better closer to 50-50, but because if, if, a fa if the father is working full time, then he's not going to be able to do it. 50 50. Well, yeah. well, the mother would be working full time either as well. No, it, no, but th but that's what division is, right? So, the, the that's what parents. Well, I mean, the mother, if the father, like if you want to be considerate to the father because he has working full time, I'm sure if you're separated, the mother. Well, yeah, is well, in that case, yeah, but then in, in that case, mother would be weekend mother. Well, what if you're both working full time? Yeah, well, if you're both working full time, yeah. 50 they, they, they 50, should, make it 50 yeah, 50. Yeah, 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 they should, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay. Um, all right. So, should we talk about this woman? The one I showed earlier? Yeah, yeah. Oh, shit. I closed this down. Damn it. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. So, this woman is a Pakistani American, former Miss New Jersey. Um, but she simps over these MMA fighters and Andrew Tate now. Um, alpha male, apparently. She loves alpha males. Um, and very anti-LGBTQ, very anti-woke. Um, and she, she she's posted ridiculous tweets like this. Look at this. Russian tanks versus US tanks. They, them. Um, always 
if you go through a timeline, you would be shocked at the kind of ideas that these people have. Um, but regardless of that, um, she... If you I, show I, that, you have to show my version as well. Just, just to, oh, okay. Just, there you, right? go. you cannot, you cannot never. There's no way that you can show that without showing yeah. this version. Yeah, so. the alpha. The, the, this is what's happening with alpha. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. The, the, this is good. So, so she's been she's been tweeting and she's been. She, I mean, I, I just don't get it. Like to be honest, I I just don't understand how certain people could think that way. And even though you said that, um, you know, like it's just. I, I don't know. She 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 professes to be a Muslim. Have a look at this. So she was promoting. Look at this. Men are the protect protectors protectors and maintainers of women. I was like, what is she talking about? Right. So I said, why don't you, why don't you, why does this open up? She goes, why don't you um, share the full. Quranic verse, which is obviously this one. Yes. Men are caretakers of women. Since Allah has made some blah, blah, blah. As for women of whom you fear rebellion, convince them and leave them apart in beds and beat them. Why does she not talk about this? Okay. And not only just that. She talks about this. Look at this one. It's better for men to have more than one wife. Maximum four, actually. Now, if some burqa, niqab-wearing woman, Muslim woman was saying that, you'd be like, okay, this is some next-level internalized misogyny or self-loathing or whatever. But this is not that. But look at this Andrew Tate going, wifey. <laughs> so I just trolled mm -hmm. her. I said, well, Samina Khan, would you be his third or fourth wife or a concubine as it is allowed in Islam? I just don't get it. But but she's not trolling. She's real. There's another this one. Is, this is her, huh? Yeah, yeah. This is her. She used to work for Auntie. Why did she... Okay. Yeah. She, so she's Saturday. Muslim? Yeah, she's Pakistani. Pakistani-American. Okay. Look, and, and now look at this one. I'm going to take away your screen. Look at this one. She goes, she's virtue signaling here. My father did not allow me to dorm in university. I was resentful at the time, but it only took me a couple of years to fully understand why, which is this one. Men are the protectors of and maintainers of women, which is also in response to someone. It's like, so she, she's, she's, she's trying to appear Muslim, but I was like, did your dad stop you? This is obviously very haram, isn't it? Showing off your body, you know, winning beauty pageants. We're not going to be doing that. I mean, this is obviously haram. Was your dad proud of it? Was he sitting in the front row cheering his daughter on? Like, I mean, obviously in our worldview, in our liberal worldview, good on you, Samira. You're a 21st century woman. You're taking advantage of liberal values that have allowed and enabled you as a, as a self-supporting woman. But why are you shitting on other women by glamorizing four wives and people like Andrew Tate who actually say that you've got to be able to make 10, 15 babies out of four women. And he says that you should go out, cheat on your wives, and then see if she stays with you or not. Because she should. And... What do you, how do you, how do you see this woman? I mean, do you, that... do you want me to do devil's advocate? Should yeah, I do yeah, devil's sure. advocate? Oh, 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 by the, oh, before, before, before we go further. So she's massively very anti-woke or anti-cancellation. Um, she goes, here she's saying, all your memes poking fun at Christian pacifism only apply to Western Christianity. Try insulting, disrespecting Jesus in Russia and see what happens. Now, uh, obviously I said, well, yeah, try 
um, hang on. Let me, let me find that. Let me find that. This out. is a might make straight attitude. Okay, no, that's good. I, I, I want that. You've already won one argument. But look at this. This is what she posts in her Telegram chat. Logan Paul will be sent to Gulag for his grotesque and blasphemous comments on Christianity and Islam. I think uh, this is why I was trying to find what did he say about Islam. I think he just made fun of Jesus. Reddit atheist. Oh, yeah. What the hell? Yeah, that was like so, so tame, I don't know. So... I don't know. Maybe maybe, yeah, maybe he said something about Islam too, but I don't know. To be honest, I don't know. Let's just go with this, okay? But my point mm. is, these people, she's cheering Elon Musk on, Andrew Tate is back. Yes, the liberal left is being cancelled, left, right, and center. And she's gloating about it. And she and these people are like, yeah, pro-free speech. How can they talk about free speech? Mm. Okay, woke is bad. They cancel. But you're, and again, this is not just as a joke. If she could, she would. She she has admired and she she sings songs about Kadyrov, the Chechen leader Kadyrov, and um, and Putin, because, and, and you know, like, uh, uh, I don't know, she just, she, she just loves was, Putin because, because he's so anti-LGBTQ. There was a YouTube channel, a far-right YouTube channel, Earthling Carl, and I used to listen to his videos. And he said the quiet part out loud as a, as a very right-leaning person. He said, like, us right-leaning people, for us, free speech is a train that we get on to get to our destination. Yeah. And once we get to that destination, we, we get off that train. We get off that train. We don't actually believe in free speech. This is just a means to an end. That's he said exactly that he said. said he said yeah, but he said like when we are in power, we cancel people like with bullets. Like we will show up at their home when they're sleeping. I think this is why he's not on YouTube anymore. Uh, because because that's that's true. like guys as much as left-leaning cancel culture could be bad wokeism is bad okay they get you off they remove your twitter account they remove your facebook account right-leaning people historically when they cancel people they remove your head okay so just understand that cancel culture is not a left-leaning thing right-leaning people are the main inventors of cancel culture. The left-leaning people are only recently getting a taste of it just because they, they're in charge. Here's the thing. Everybody who gets in charge, there's a, any group of people who gets in charge, there will be a fraction of these people that will exercise canceling people, okay? Yeah. But historically, we have had a much, much worse experience when right-leaning people, people are in power and their canceling are a lot more brutal and a lot more bloody and a lot more violent than left-leaning people when they cancel people. Okay, so yeah. that's yeah, of course. Yeah, I, I've said it before that you, as bad as wokeism is, you would still rather live in in in, in a wokeist world than 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 the Taliban <laughs> world, right? As yeah. bad as wokeism is, but look at the no, but it doesn't make sense to me that look at her that she doesn't even look like a radical Muslim. This is her. I mean, she's right? a, she, she seems just like a right-leaning person more than a... No, but she, she seems to be... She's like less of a Muslim and more just like... I know, but she... But that's right-leaning too. Like, that's like... Right-leaning people like that. But I think she likes Islam, it's, not because... As, so you're going to be slightly think, Muslim? Is that what you're saying? I'm just saying that she's she's into Islam because she she's not Muslim, because, so, so she's into right-leaning content. She's into right-leaning content, and Islam appears to right-leaning people. I think she's more into the right-leaning aspect of Islam than 
you know, Islam being the reason why she's into right. And so some dude, I think it's getting, a chicken and egg. Yeah, yeah. So, so look at this. Some dude is getting told off by having a fight with his wife or whatever. Like he, he, the guy is showing enormous restraint, which is a good thing. So good on him. And <laughs> I don't know actually what happens at the end. I think he, he comes at a guy who's filming. Hey, well, no, no. She's coming at him and he's trying to save it. <laughs> I don't know what happened. So look at this. If you're a man and this is you, cut your dick off and she's retweeting it. You don't deserve one. Dudes in New York. Uh, look you at can't someone. judge people based not on your just father's, seconds. Not your father's Democrat party. So she's taking a dig at this. Um, you know, We had that. That's nonsense. Go back. Go back. Back when back, we had um, people who dress up like that back when uh, Carter was the president. We had them. They just used to be underground. Now they're just like, I'm not ashamed. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah but, but yeah. We but, had yeah. that. We had that. Oh, we had that. We had that in ancient, like for thousands of years. Like, I don't know what you're I mean, about. that's not what she's saying. She's saying that now the Democrat leaders are taking photos and taking pride with them. That's what she's because talking about. Because they're not shaming. Oh, good. They're not shaming people so they don't have to hide under the yeah, underground. Yeah, that's, no, that's I, a good I, thing. I just, that's, I just want you okay, that's pro I consider that progress. Thank you. Yeah, uh, yeah, but look at this. No, but I'm, I'm just showing you the absurdity of her. Oh, yeah, over here's, a, here's another thing. Okay, go back, go back up, go back up. Okay, they scare you with the picture of this lady, and people are like, oh my god, that's so weird. I, I could almost guarantee you that that person, as much as even if you're freaked out by the outfit, has not hurt a single person. Okay, these right-leaning people, they with their with their suits and ties, they are responsible for deaths deaths of thousands or millions of people, and they look normal while doing it. And this person who's not normal to you looks like a freak to you. I bet you that they're not responsible for harming a single person. So I bet a, lo I bet a, I bet a lot of people would think this looks pretty freaky. I don't know, not that. I'm, I'm yeah, actually, Muslim. Actually, you're right. That's Muslim. actually another yeah, good yeah, point. That's another good point because when you go down the the rabbit hole of degeneracy and what's kind of degeneracy, be is, careful. Is, yes. be, be careful on what what bandwagon you get on because when you are on the, on the right leaning train they will they will go all the way because you find something degenerate and you find other things not degenerate but when you get on the conservative train you might find yourself on the degenerate side because yes. that those standards are never going to end that that line is never going to keep shifting more right is never going to stop shifting right you're going to find yourself on look the degenerate this. side when they look at this prostitutes cannot be reformed deport them to canada you can't turn a hoe into a housewife Okay, you know what you are based on the way you dress up. Do you know what some people call you? Exactly what you're calling. Yes, exactly. A lot so, of people call her a hoe. Look at this. If you're a straight man who cares about the environment, you are allegedly straight. <laughs> so science no. goes to hell. <laughs> science goes man. to hell. I reckon, Sumira. I, I don't know. I don't. Know. He's Sumira. not even saying. He's not even, this is not even about science because even conservatives care about the environment. They might think like global warming is like a hoax, but at yeah, least but they, they care about, about the environment. The they care about the environment. She's like, <laughs> like you shouldn't even care about the environment. Oh my, wow, you're so straight that you want to destroy the environment. Amazing. She's Look sweet. at my masculinity. I shit on the environment to prove my masculinity. Amazing. <laughs> Look at this, look at this, look at this, simps, oh simping. So she's always simping over some fighters, yeah? So look at this. Isla so this guy goes, Islam just keeps looking better and better. Some other white dude is just getting... You know what? Maybe Islam. the woke people had a point when they're talking about toxic masculinity. If masculinity means shitting on the environment, <laughs> then maybe masculinity has become toxic. Yes, that's a very good point. Oh my goodness, man. <laughs>
I mean, these look at the form of these people. Yeah, so I mean, yeah. uh, <laughs> even caring about the environment, whether it's about science or not, it's, it's forget it. How 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 does sociology become a part of what is objectively true or false? How does it, how does that become a part of it? You know, like I can understand. Okay, you, you you've got issues with LGBTQ. You've got issues with them. They. You've got issues with that. Okay, I can understand that. But whether the Earth is warming up or not, that is an objective fact that can only be told to you by experts and scientists, not you, Samira Khan. And according to your own words, a lot of Taliban would call you a hoe and you're not a wifey material. According to the Taliban, yeah? I mean, as you said, Armin, if you go down the rabbit hole of the degeneracy, there will always be someone who is more pious and righteous than you. You are a hoe in a lot of people's views. So stop calling people hoes. Um, but, but, but look and at this even, guy. Even, even if global warming was a hoax, which is not, okay, but even if it was, you should still care about the environment. I mean, come on. Like, this is so <laughs> stupid. What the hell? I, I'm so glad you're finding these because, you know, because we, 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 we know a look, lot of, like, wokeism. No, no, this is, this is a, this, this is, is, this is comedy galore. And I don't think she's very smart. I, I've never, I, so she, I've seen some of her videos on YouTube, but she's, like, always sitting there, like a Barbie doll, trying to be very pretty and feminine. Oh, my God. She's, she's acting like that. But I don't think she can hold and she, she's just, she's a good keyboard warrior. I'll give you that. I mean, these tweets are very carefully constructed, albeit very, very stupid. But... Um, I don't think she can hold an argument with anyone. I mean, these, these guys are incredibly stupid, but that's so sad that these idiots have an army of insult, insults and stupid people who listen to them. And I don't know. I think she's probably going to be, she should be happy to become the third or fourth wife of Andrew Tate. You, 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 you both saw it. Yeah. Look at this. He goes, this guy goes reading up on Islam has been extremely eye opening. And then I said, yeah, like this one, <laughs> no, Allah created Oh. Yeah. Uh, well, anyway, it's just it's just a uterus one that uh, there's a uterus on an angel. <laughs> uh, Allah puts an angel in charge of the uterus of a woman, and the angel says, "Oh Lord, you know the embryology one." So, really? Um, yeah, can you yeah. can you ask the angel to rub the clit while she's at it? <laughs> you know, if you're down there, you might as well get yeah. busy. <laughs> like, make yourself useful. <laughs> yeah. So, so th this is just. I mean. It just gets better and better. Look at this. She's going to be the third or fourth wife. How do you... Okay, so I'm, I'm, your devil's advocate hat is pretty good. So I, I, I want you to be a, be a devil's advocate here. Do you think she genuinely thinks... She does talk about men being able to have multiple wives quite often. This is not just a one-off fluke or sarcastic fluke. This is actually serious. Do you think we have seen some Muslim Nagabi women saying that, oh, you know, I would allow my husband to have a wife because I don't want him to commit zina. So and and Allah has given him a right to have four wives. But seemingly a modern looking woman like this. Do you think I mean, it, I mean, I'm thinking this could be a kink. I don't think I don't think there's anything wrong with having four wives. No, no, my if, prob if it goes my problem, right. if it goes my problem, right. yeah, my problem is that you don't allow women to have four husbands. Yes. No, but this this woman, if you look at her, you know, like she she's a former Miss New New Jersey, um, you know, like she, she I don't know, she's contested beauty pageants or whatever. Seemingly looks like a modern woman who's taken advantage of liberal values, which allowed her parents to come to America and make a good life out of them, um, uh, out of it. 
But then she's she's sucking up to Putin and Russia, shitting on Ukraine, uh, shitting on liberal values, and glorifying, you know, polygamy and um, men taking charge of and, and saying men are caretakers of women, meaning women are not. So Samira Khan is basically I mean, saying now I, I want to be taken think- care of. Why do you okay? So your defense of Andrew Tate was I will use your defense of Andrew Tate to mm. defend her. She yeah. knows what's working. Maybe she's not that as stupid as you think. Maybe she's I'm, just she knows what she knows she she knows yeah. the audience. She, yeah, she's yeah. finding a gap in the market and she's that, like uh that's a know, good argument, but I think I used you? to fo- I used to follow her when she only had twenty five thousand subs, but yeah, fair enough, like it's grown since then. She um but then I stopped following following because I just couldn't take it. Like it would just come up every now and then. Yeah, you're probably right. Maybe she she is very smart and she knows how she can get clout and she can get subscribers or followers or whatever. And maybe that's the way forward. But there might be no. But look, I also said, hang on, you got to be fair to me. I also said that people can simultaneously hold very stupid ideas too. So she, she, I don't know. She's got which degree. one of her ideas do you want to develop as a kid on? Because she, you showed me like a whole bunch of you took stupid ideas. A, yeah, no, no so so she, she's a political scientist. No, not a political. Let, let, let's read a bio. What, what is she? What is she, she, she's a, a anti woke journalist, former Miss New Jersey, mimetic warfare strategist, caddier of Stan. Contact. Okay, so what what are her studies like? I mean, okay, so she's a journalist. I don't know if she's a qualified journalist or just a self-proclaimed journalist. Like these days, everyone is a journalist. Education uh, or oh, Ryder University. What does she study? Education qualification. Okay, what does she study? A bio age. I think. Yeah. I, so, okay, so let's just say. Okay, there you go. Oh my God, look at this one. Isn't she? Doesn't she I like see. to get done up? <laughs> <laughs> no shaming like good on you samina but taliban what? abdul get me my stones <laughs> you know i i don't know okay so what is it so oh. you guess samina khan is a very beautiful and talented pakistani american foreign policy analyst news correspondent journalist and a former model she formerly worked for rt russia tv uh, she's a title of she... so I, I don't know so let's just go by that she's a journalist okay so she probably has studied, got a degree in journalism or something. Let's just go by that. So so my point is, so she might have had, uh, she completed a bachelor's degree major in foreign policy. Okay, international relations, conflict resolution from Ryder University. There you go. That's what she's she studied. So there you go. So she's not, a, she can't be a total idiot. She might have learned something. <laughs> am I, am I, read, I know I'm reading too much into this, but, you know, right-leaning people, um, I'm I'm heavily suspicious here. Like you see how she retweeted this, and you see a white man knocking out a black man. I don't. I'm you know I don't think I'm reading too much into this, but I know why right leaning audience. But this is not a white right leaning woman, though. You gotta. I know, but she knows her audience. I know. I know why a right leaning audience enjoy seeing a white man knocking out a black man okay i don't think this retweet is accidental i I think she's being very smart about what she's doing yeah so there you go you could be right you could be right uh i've seen too much right-leaning content to think that this is you know i maybe i'm wrong but i'm just i'm just saying it wouldn't be out of character look at this look look at this she's going after look look at this how bad is this two dudes walk into a bar yeah yeah like this woman is this just... is such 
yeah, this is too much. This is this is like this is lost, lost cause kind of his person. Look, here she's trying to suck up to Putin by saying, "Yeah, Russia also sank the Titanic." I mean, it's just. I don't know. Like, I, 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 I was baffled. I'm sorry, like, if your eyes are bleeding. I, I, I was baffled. I, I can't work this woman out. I can, I can understand Andrew Tate. There, he, he probably found some wealth. And now he wanted to fill a void. He wanted to be famous, as his history shows. Nothing wrong with that. Uh, he went to Big Brother and did all of these things. Made his fortune through haram means and has not donated the money back because it was haram means, so even though he's a Muslim now. Fair enough. Okay. But sometimes these ideas, your beliefs also become beliefs of convenience. Would you agree with that? Like if you don't even genuinely believe in something, but those beliefs are giving you uh, some real benefits of in life, or clout mm. or something, then you tend to start believing in them because it's a marriage of yes, yes, beliefs, right? Yes, yes. So that's what that's what a lot of our um, viewers don't understand. Okay, because your viewers and my viewers are usually I don't know actually, but many of them are kind of people who like look at a belief, look at a claim, and like okay, let's see the evidence. Like you want to, but they don't understand that most of the world just like. Let me taste this idea. Let me see how it feels. Let me see who I would be associated with if I have this idea, right? It's not about checking or not if belie believing a, a claim is justifiable or if there has evidence or there's logical arguments for it. It's who would I be associated with if I believe this idea yeah. and yes. how, how much do I like this idea? That's how most people judge whether or not they want to adopt an idea or not, including yeah. Andrew Tate. Yeah. Yeah, so so a lot of these things, no, but Andrew Tate, but because when you become so big, you know, like you start getting high on your own on your own gear, right? So he everything he says, he read the guy retweets. Let me let me show you what, what he retweets. You know, like he 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 loves getting you know he, he loves having smoke blown up his ass and he, he and i don't know sometimes i think the, the i mean do these simps exist simping over over oh, yeah, a dude sure. like oh. let, 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 let me find something uh you, where is it by the way while you look for yeah, that yeah, yeah no, no, this is this is very very quickly hang on hang on no i, I we're, we're really dragging we this should... look at this who is Andrew Tate in geography? My world. He's retweeting this. So, oh so this God. is some simp. This is some. This is this guy. We want to write his. He, who retweeted this? Andrew Tate. Andrew himself. Tate. Oh my God! He retweeted this. He retweeted this. Lame. Who is Andrew Tate in geography? My world. In reality, my life. In history, my king. In mathematics, my solution. In mythology, my god. In astronomy, my universe. If I'm he, blind, he's my light. If I'm hungry, he's food. If I'm sick, his medicine for me, he's everything. Now he should also add, if he's a bum, Andrew Tate is his dildo. <laughs> so, wow. I mean, he, I mean, he he gets off for that. He, I told you, I think he, he proudly boasts about, hey, you have you have followers, I have fans. This guy is so narcissistic, and I, he he genuinely believes he gen. I think he genuinely now he because he he he's so far up, like you know, he's so delusional. I was I watched someone sent me one of his videos where he was actually saying he's paranoid. You know how paranoid this guy is? He's paranoid. He says that whenever you go to a restaurant or something, yeah, his back has to it has to be towards a wall because he thinks yeah, that someone's gonna it. come, someone's gonna That's come. That's a horrible life. 
And then he said, oh, still, life is better at, at the top. And then he says, uh, I've, I've, you know, like, uh, he doesn't put AirPods on because when you're walking down the road, you never know someone's going to fucking stab you. If you have to, yes, sure. You can be run over by a freaking truck. A meteor can 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 hit you or a lightning can strike you and you can die regardless. And all of these things can happen. But if you're constantly thinking about that, Andrew Tate, then you are freaking, you need help, bro. You need you need therapy, and also not only just that, he actually keeps tweeting. Uh, I mean, he actually says, "If I'm if they kill me, then I love you, bro. No one's gonna fucking kill you. If they were if they you were going to kill whack jobs like you, then they would have killed Alex anyone. Jones. No, I'm yeah. no, but nobody does that. I'm YouTube, saying nobody does that. YouTube, we're not encouraging any harm to yeah. Tate. We're just talking yes. about his views and yeah. Yeah, I'm saying nobody does that. He's he's. I'm saying he's paranoid about getting killed, and I'm saying nobody's gonna come and kill you. That's the state of the mind of this dude. He's so paranoid. So how is that a healthy, healthy life? You know, this is this yeah, guy is terrible. I don't okay. know. You we, should, help, we, should, we should end the stream because we're like way over two hours. Yeah, we're way uh, over. I just want to read this because you, this you're this is such a nice guy. Look at all the things yeah. that he puts on. Yeah, Tino is like so nice. He's saying each contribution is very important for this rational movement. You can contribute by sending super chats, super stickers, super thanks, likes. And shares. Yes, guys, and you could also you could also use the Patreon for Harris Sultan or the Patreon yes. for Secular Jihadists, or you could become a YouTube member on either Harris Sultan's YouTube channel or the Secular Jihadist YouTube channel. But if you can't support us financially, please don't forget to like because that's a free way with no cost to you to support the channel. Okay, if you could support financially, please do so. If you can't. Um, but links to all of these ways for you to support us is under the video. But if you can't, at no cost to you, you could like, you could subscribe, you could leave a comment, and that really, really helps us grow the channel. So please do that. Um, all right. Do you want to have any last thoughts? Because we need to. I need to. No, I think. Did you go through all the patron questions? I don't think you did. No, I mean, I had some Susanna questions that are not patron questions, but we. Oh, okay. I will. I will. I will discuss that maybe next time. Because today we did so much, we we delved into the research, um, and that made us go over two hours. So I don't think we have time for that. Anymore. Okay, but we had some. Yeah. yeah, we'll do it next week. Okay, cool. All right, all right, guys. All right, guys. Um, this is it. Guys, yes. Thank you, guys. Later. Bye. Like and subscribe. Bye.